Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. Tonight, we are running a one-shot, The Good Boys. The concept and original scenario were written by Sean Little, and I've altered it a bit with his permission. I'm the Game Master, and this is episode. This is the fourth version that we have run. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. It's late October, 1951. It's about 10.30 at night, and the moon is slowly rising. Four men stand in a grove of trees on the edge of a parking lot in the small town of Bailey, Maine. They were told where to find the man. They were told he was not what he appeared to be. Make sure of it, boys, old father O'Leary had told them. I can absolve you of the sin of killing a monster without alerting the authorities, but make a mistake and kill some innocent soul and there'll be hell to pay. The moon was climbing to its zenith when the old man appeared. His name, as you were told, was Cleveland Franco. He was dressed in rags and pushing a shopping cart filled with junk. He was heading to a small stairwell behind a building that he used to shelter himself from the cold and wind. But you were sure that his transformation would come soon and the hunt would begin. What do you do? So are we staking this guy out right now? Yeah. You're all dressed in black. You're here to make sure that he's a monster and if he is, kill him. Do we know where he is? You guys are in, the, at a, in a parking lot. And he is the, he's where you are behind the building, and he's going down into a stairwell where he's going to probably sleep for the night. He's uh, looks like a homeless person in rags. Is he alone? Is there anyone following him? He's all alone. Around? In fact, there's this part of the town. There's not much traffic this time of night. It's ten thirty. Thanks for light up the smoke. You're going to light something up that makes a, a flash of light. Are, are we nearby him, like pretty close? Oh, no. You're maybe you're maybe 150 feet away from where he is. Oh, you're okay. standing with the forest behind you, so you're black against black. Oh, okay, I don't do that. Um, well, any minute, boys. I can feel it. It'll change. We're going to have to go in there. I'd say. Well, how can we get across this parking lot without making a noise? I'm sure there's cans and broken glass and... We'll have to watch your step. This isn't our first hunt, boys. I think we can... I think we can make do. As you're watching him, he's taking stuff out of the old shopping cart and... He's uh, taking it down into the stairwell with him. Um, so after a couple more moments, he goes out of sight down the stairwell. You think it's just uh, like a, the, the back of a building stairwell going down to a basement, maybe. This looks like our chance, boys. Do any of us have binoculars? Sure. 
Was I able to maybe get a look at what he was removing from the shopping carriage and, and bringing down the stairwell? It looked like a bundle of some sort in an old blanket. Hey, what was he carrying? Uh, something wrapped in maybe a blanket or some canvas, a little, like a bundle. Was it moving? Was it? I, he was moving it, so it would be hard to tell. It's hard to tell. He was moving it around and shuffling around, walking. I, I don't know. It didn't, look, delay, it, it didn't look like he was, he was um, straining with it. But then again, monsters tend to have, sometimes have super strength. So do we have pretty good intel on this guy, like leading, okay, this man by this name at this location has. So the way you normally get your information um, is through um, Father O'Leary. Um, where you're living in, in that monastery, um, he occasionally gets communiques from higher up in the organization. Everybody's kind of secretive, you know, about who's doing what to whom, um, because it's the Catholic Church and, you know, they can't have a a bishop or a cardinal or somebody like that implicated in what's going on, but it's a necessary part of the organization. But he gets the information, which he's given to you in this case, um, told you where to go, where to look. Um, maybe, maybe if there was sort of a sketch or a drawing of what he might look like, his situation. Um, but like he said to you, make sure, you know, we don't want to accidentally kill somebody who's innocent. So how about those brooches that we're all wearing? Um, when we were it, it's usually when you get closer to something uh, or, or if there's a triggering thing like the full moon is currently rising. Sometimes that causes things that are in their shadows to stand out. Patriot for, uh, you know, Fortune favors the bold boys, and then I start um, walking towards where um, the man descended. Hurry, I'll cover you. And then I sort of set up right in the 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 shadow of the woods with my thirty caliber rifle, covering Denny as he goes across the. Okay. Denny, oh. what what do you got in your hands? Uh, Danny has his brass knuckles in his hands. No gun. Uh, well, brass knuckles and then a buck knife um, okay. tucked at the belt. Okay. Hank and uh, Seamus? What yeah, Hank will go with Denny. Um, there's no one around. It's a big, dark parking lot. So um, I'll just be carrying my 12-gauge. Yeah, okay. I'll go with... Um, I'll, I'll have my machete in my hand moving forward. Okay. Um, Hank and Michael do intelligence rules. <clears throat> That'll do it, yeah. I've got a hard success. Yeah. Okay. It just occurs to you that, just tactically, that firing guns will probably get hurt by someone, maybe not right across the street, but they might be heard by some of the suburban areas that are around. Yeah. 
They make a hell of a noise. All right. So, uh, Hank and Seamus and Denny, uh, you're approaching Denny. You were you went out first. Um, your feet crunch just a little on the asphalt. You imagine, you of course avoid any large, you know, broken pieces of glass. And for the most part, it's it's fairly clean. Um, you start getting closer to it. We'll say that you're within 20 feet of the stairwell. Now, if you imagine the stairwell, here's the building. The stairwell goes this way down. There's a metal railing to keep people from falling into the stairwell. The building is probably brick. Um, it's fairly old. Uh, there are no lights, so it's dark. Um, as you approach, you can hear rustling around in the stairwell, like moving things around, like something's doing something down there. Well, um, I guess I, I'll get a little bit closer and, and listen. And maybe if there's a bit of a break in the noise, just sort of do a peek over the edge over the railing. Yeah. I draw my knife while that's happening. Okay. So Hank, as you, you approach, you sort of hunker down, get close to the ground so that you can just peek over the edge. What you see, since there's a little bit of moonlight that's shining in the area, you see this mound of something. It's hairy and it's moving about. It seems to be making a kind of a nest down here, like a, I don't know, trapdoor spider that's making its nest it's moving stuff around and it's but it's not looking up thank goodness and it doesn't look it looks rather hairy where you can see it directly more hairy than a person ought to be yeah so I hand signal Hank to you know like go no go i will make a symbol that we have agreed upon that means yes there's a monster in okay so knife in hand i'm gonna leap over the rail and plunge my knife right into that thing all right so tell me what part of the rail there's the the short part against the wall there's the long part towards the parking lot that's uh, the opening going to the stairwell. Right. Um, the long part. Okay. Uh, you you leap over that. Do a, a dex roll. All right. Ooh, 13. Um, so I'll spend one luck to make that extreme. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, so you leap over it. You land, you barely make a noise when you land, uh, and your knife comes down into the thing's back. 
when you do, it suddenly rises up with a great deal of force, spins around, and you are looking into the face of this hideous dog-like thing with jowls and massive fangs. Its hands are covered in hair, and it has long fingernails. Uh, Hank, you also see this. And the thing screeches in the most ungodly sounding noise that you've ever heard. You can all do sand rolls. Even me across from the pregnant, just from well, the noise? Well, you, you know now that something shitty is going on. <laughs> and, I'll totally uh, do it. Oh, 65, 65. I just made it. I made it. Yeah. Okay. If you made it one point of damage, if Ooh. not, take two points of damage. As, the thing, as it screams, I'm going to start yelling, um, like screaming litanies and in, in Latin and stuff like that, like bashment rituals, whatever. Okay. Um, I come across the parking lot. Uh, Seamus, what are you doing? Um, I am charging. I, I would, I would probably going to charge around the rail too. And kind of try to, if I can get over the rail, try to slash down at this thing and hopefully land behind Denny. Okay. Um, I would like you to do a, a brawl roll. Brawl? Okay. Or whatever your machete roll uh, is. Yeah, that's, that's, that would be brawl. Uh, okay. So I think that, I think that's a one. Double O one. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. I got an 18. So <laughs> you, uh, you got a critical, um, what's your damage? What damage does it do? This is machete is a one D eight plus damage bonus. What is my damage bonus? I shouldn't have one. I'm a human. Uh, you could be a big boy down in the bottom corner. Oh yeah. Uh, one plus one D four. So one D one D eight plus one D four. You so strong. you get maximum on one. You got a one. So eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Um, plus you can roll another eight. Uh, you can roll an eight-sided dice. Shit. Okay. <laughs> you just lop that thing's head off. <laughs> this is not our first monster fight. Apparently not. Um, yeah, I'll roll a, I'll roll a D8. One second. We're more yeah, useful I just, than our Delta Green character. I'm just looking at I'm you know, I'm looking at my character sheet. This guy has a 80 in brawl, so. Uh, that is a two on a D8. So 14 points of damage. Um, your machete slices through its shoulder blade right down into its chest. Uh, there's a look of, of vicious anger and horror, but the thing falls back, um, where Denny is. Uh, Hank, what are you going to do? Does this thing look like it's still in good fighting shape? No, at this point, you've you've practically cleaved it in two. It only has maybe a few more moments to live. Okay, so then I will not fire around from my shotgun. And if it's still alive, I will um, bash it with my baton. Okay, go ahead and do that. It can't put up a resistant fight. Okay. That's not a success. Okay, so you hit it, but you don't hit it hard enough. Um, but it collapses into the back. It thrashes around. It swings its ginormous claws at you, <laughs> and uh, and uh, gurgles, gurgles blood and gore. And then it uh, stops twitching, and uh, I falls start reciting limp. last rites while that's happening for it. 
Okay. So what's our standard operating procedure here? We dispatch the threat, and then what do we do? Take it out in the woods and burn it, or what? Yeah, you can do that. In this case, you have left some things behind just because you had to fire guns in the process, and you had to get away quickly. In this case, you've got some time to get rid of it. Um, and the woods are right there. Can, can we see what, the bundle? What was that, that was bundle carrying? that it was moving, though? Exactly. You don't see anything in a bundle. Um, let's separate it from that nest it was making. Right, okay. drag it up from the you know stairwell way, I guess. Okay, yeah. you drag it up onto the onto the asphalt. It's a strange looking sort of thing, um, like some sort of cross between a. A wolf and a human, maybe, I mean, you think werewolf, um, but somehow more dog-like than that. It has prodigious claws, and um, as you are searching through its stuff, you do find an identification card that identifies it as um, a Cleveland, sorry, what was it? Closed my sheet. <laughs> that sounds right. Cleveland sounds right. Franco. Cleveland Franco. Mm. Only the picture doesn't look, of course, like a monster. It looks like um, it looks like a man. This is an ID. It's not a driver's license. So, like a state issued ID or like a work ID? Correct, like a state issued ID. Okay. Do we typically take back any proof? Like, do we need to lob up a hand or what's our MO? No, once you've done it, you're, you, you don't need any proof. Okay. And you're kind of convinced that even if you don't get rid of it, people can't see it for what it is. It'll look like a murdered person. If um, we just leave it. If you just left it. But uh, best not to raise any questions. No. Can I remove my pin to see if the ID then looks like it without the pin or? No. Okay. I mean, it, it's just a regular ID. Okay. Oh, I mean, like if I remove my pin, do I see him as the face on the ID instead of the monster. I don't do a power roll. Okay. Because your friends are standing there with you. So. Mm -hmm. uh, missed by one. So Yeah, no. I think that you're still under the influence because everybody has those. They keep you protected. Okay. Does this ID have like a residence address on it? Um, uh, it it has an uh, an address, but it's probably not his current address. I mean, he seems to be a homeless person. Yeah. And like you said, I'm we still don't wondering see what that bundle yeah. was. Is there any sign of that bundle that he was carrying down there? There's there's not. Um, the monster looks like it could have easily maybe consumed whatever was in the bundle, but now it's covered in blood, so... We might have to cut it open to see what's in its guts. I mean, maybe have like a, 
like a pouch, like a kangaroo? It doesn't. Okay. Shot in the dark. Well, I mean, Seamus cut half of it open already. Might as well. Yeah, brought something down here in a bundle. What else is down here? Just a basement with a nest in it? It just seems to be like a nest where he was nesting. I'll use my baton and sort of dig around in the whatever it uses in nest. There are bits of trinkets, trash, um, newspapers, things like that. I use my knife to slice his uh, stomach open. Okay. Uh, he's still, of course, uh, his heart has stopped, but there's still a lot of gore and blood. You're not exactly a surgeon, so... Um, it just looks like gore when you're cutting him open. Right, but no, like, big pieces of something in the stomach. You don't, you don't see anything like that. Oh, well, I don't see anything in, in his stomach. Where'd the bundle go? Are you sure you saw a bundle, Hank? Yeah, it was something wrapped up in, like, a sheets or a blanket bringing down... Everybody do listen more. No. no. No, no, no. I'm too busy searching through the nest, I think, to, to pay any attention to my ears. I can spend some points of luck to get it. Okay. Um... You guys are all examining this, and uh, Hank, you can hear the distinct sound of there's a kind of a, well, let me describe exactly the sound. It sounds like a large semi-truck coming up over a curb, and its wheels rolling across asphalt. Um you think that somewhere very nearby, a large truck may have just pulled into a, a parking lot. Um, it might be just around the corner, and he might be moving towards the back area of the buildings. All right, stay down, boys. There's a truck coming. Is there a door down here? There is a door down there, but it is locked. It is a steel door. Are there any tarps, clothes, anything we can throw over the bloody, gory thing? I guess there's bits and pieces of the nest that's torn up blankets and things like that. Let me see if any, are any of us particularly good at lock picking? Why, what's your thought? You don't, you don't have any lock picks. Oh. Um, um, wait, if this, well, see, if we just got to hide, though, if this truck is coming. Right, but in the event that somebody does uh, come down here, say it's, I don't know, uh, uh, like a handyman that works the night shift while whoever's in this building is you know, not active. And we give them a pop on the noggin and we get out of here. Or we just persuade them to look the other way. Again, no need to resort to violence, Michael. Remember, our enemies are the monsters. 
Right, but what they're going to see is not a monster. They're going to see us with a dead homeless man that looks like we just killed it. And blood all over you. I am what's the what's the what is the truck coming into the parking lot I try to I want to go up the stairway and just kind of peek out well you guys already dragged the body out out of the stairwell and up onto the the asphalt that's where you are so if it comes around the corner it's going to well it might not see you instantly but it's going to have truck lights oh but we're we're exposed you're exposed is there any way we can get to the woods or is it too far you're all dressed in black um, just move away from the light. You should be able to get to the woods easily enough. Well, we've got this body. We're just going to leave this body here? It, it'll just look like uh, a, a hobo. I'm curious. If we were to lift this body up, are we lifting the weight of the monster or the weight of the... Well, it feels like it probably weighs about 120 pounds. Uh, between four people, that's not... All right, boys. Grab him and get to the tree line. One okay, we each. do. We do, we do. You have an old Chrysler, which you have parked not in this parking lot, but in a parking lot through the woods in another part of town. You know, it's not far. It's maybe maybe 300 feet away, but you have to cross through the woods to get to it. All right, do a... I'm going to have, who's got the lowest luck? 49. It's now 40. Uh, 50. Uh, So, Hank, luck roll. 52. Okay. So, you grab the body. The four of you grab the body, maybe a limb each. Mm -hmm. And, um, you lift it up and you start running. As you can see the the light from the headlights of the truck shining in between the buildings, getting brighter as this truck is coming. Um, you're pretty sure that as the truck driver pulls into the parking lot and then turns to go behind the building, that the headlights go right on to you for a moment. And if he was looking... He saw you guys running into the woods carrying a body. And you're pretty sure in the next five minutes, he's going to discover a blood-soaked area. What do you guys want to do? I think Shit, just, I think he saw us. I mean, he's going to, I mean, if he's going to even make a call. What's he or, doing here anyways? I don't know. I, but the thing is, we've got some time because... He can't let out an alert. I mean, he has to get into a building and use a phone and make a call. And I mean, we've got some time to get out of here. So get in the car, get out. Yeah. What are you going to do with the body? What are you with the body? Do do we normally have tarps and stuff like that in the car? Like because we're used to cleaning up and things like that, aren't we? No, not usually. I mean, you may okay. you might have some things in the front seat to sit on, but they're not. Because you've gotten blood on you before. It's we now just probably about 11 p.m. Yeah, because I thought the whole plan about the pins was so we could see them. We could see what they really are. But without the pen, it's just going to look like a person. Some so, yeah. Right. So let's just leave it. 
All right, let's get out. Let's get out before they can make our make our plates. So you're gonna drop the body in the woods? Yes. <laughs> you guys look Might at me well. every time I say something yes. like, "What's he trying to tell us?" <laughs> All right, boys, drop the body. Get out. All right. All right. Who's good at driving? Who's our normal driver? Who normally drives? I'm 25, so probably not. You guys me. tell me. I'll drive. Me. All right. All right, Hank. So you get in your Chrysler, which is a nice, it's a black Chrysler, so that it doesn't show up much. Um, and you begin your drive. You guys are a little bloody um, from the, the thing. Uh, you start to drive. You all say uh, certain prayers that you've been used to saying um, afterwards. Uh, you you have to drive all the way back to uh, Maine, which is where you were. Wait, that's where you were. Sorry, upstate New York, which is where the monastery is. So it takes you a good maybe three hours to drive back. Um, you, you go through some more, uh, some larger areas and then you, you end up in the woods, um, and out into the woods you go, uh, civilization starts to leave you behind. Uh, the monastery is rather secluded. The monks liked it that way. Uh, there are no monks living there now. And you pull up the drive into the, uh, you know, through the gate into the monastery compound. There are a number of old buildings, uh, most of them are no longer used. Um, there is a, a low building, a one-story building, where your uh, bedrooms and things are. There's a living area, kitchen, places like that. And you can see that there is uh, there is a kerosene lantern in the window. Um, the monastery doesn't have electricity. Okay. Pull in. What's we, our, we should find the father. O'Leary? Father, Father, O'Leary. Yes. Father yeah, O'Leary. And be absolved of this taint on our souls. Tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. Report back. All right. So you, you park the car, you get out, you go uh, through like a little alcove up to the door. It's a big, heavy wooden door. Um, you open up the door. Uh, the living room, like I see, is lit by a couple of kerosene lanterns. Um, Father O'Leary is sitting in a big, comfy-looking chair, and he is snoring away. Father, father. What, 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 what? Oh, hi. Oh, you're back. Yes, we are, Father. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Ah, We're sorry to wake you, Father. How, How did it go? The, the, the mother wills it. We 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 did what what we needed to. Well, I'm sorry that you're having to go through this, boys. But uh, you're doing the world great service by removing all these uh, monsters from the world. It is for the greater good, Father. We understand. Um, Denny, do um, uh, we'll call it a spot hidden roll. Ooh. I'm, I'm actually good at this. Uh, 36, which is, um, let's see, I'm 75, so yeah. Um, you can tell he's been drinking a bit. 
That's normal. Not that unusual. Yeah. Irish, we're fine. Nothing wrong yeah. with uh, with a little bit of whiskey now and then. But with um, a horse, a father has to deal with. I think someone might have seen us. Oh, good, good, oh good, boys, good, good, you don't now. want nobody to see you. What happened we if they saw you? We think somebody might have seen us. They couldn't have made out a good description because of the way we were dressed and it was nighttime, but we briefly were flashed in somebody's headlights as we entered the woods. We were trying to move the body, Father, like you taught us. I see. What I do you see. think they were doing there? They could work there. Probably a night delivery of some sort. Who makes night deliveries at a place like that? It, and, and it was a monster, Father. It, it has the, 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 the face of, a, of an evil hound. And we think it had some sort of a baby or something. We couldn't find it. Oh, faith preserve us. There was, a, yeah, that was an interesting fold. Um, I clearly saw it um, go down into a stairwell to bed down for the night and bring down something wrapped in a bundle, sort of like a swaddle. But um, after we dispatched it and looked around a little bit, I could find no, no evidence of what it brought down there. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. It would have been uh, perhaps a, another brother for you, an orphan. Uh, stolen from its family. Uh, but thank God you killed it, at least. We killed it real good, Father. Well, Seamus Sh- cleaved the you know, head almost half off. My it goodness. was nice and quiet, too. I, I don't need to know all of the details, uh, the rather gory details. We're sorry, Father. God bless you, buddies. Uh, bo- bro- bro- boys, buddies. God bless you, boys. Uh, I'm excited. Um, May God um, forgive fa- you your sins. Uh, fa- fa- so I'm going to whisper, Father, later on, um, I-, I have a confession. All right, my boy. But uh, can it wait until morning? Uh, I'm always, exhausted Father, and tired. Always. I'm going to have to do some shopping tomorrow, boys. Uh, but I'll have breakfast ready when you wake up in the morning. Watch it. Uh, now go get some sleep. Wash up first. Do your hygiene. Like good boys. And he so says, I'm, I'm go, going to bed. <laughs> uh, clean up the knife, oil the knife, like the, the, the usual maintenance work. Okay. There is some soup on the stove in case you were hungry when you got back. We're always hungry. Monster killing's hard work. Yeah, so I tuck into a bowl of stew. Yeah, so, so, uh, as we're eating, I'm going to mention, boys, I'm having the those dreams again. I, I, I told you the dreams of the, 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 those those lights, that that laughter. I, I don't know what's going on. It's hard. I've uh, been having some night terrors lately myself. Oh, we're all haunted. Why don't you grow a pair, Danny? Better us than, 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 than the people. Better we be haunted and cursed, Michael. But yes. What do you see? Right. I, I just hear laughter. Laughter everywhere and balls of... It's the same every time. It's just lights and, and, and noise. I have these similar ones like I've told you about before. It's just... All these people, people everywhere, but 
they don't mm. have faces, not a one. Mm. I, Maybe that's the price of the things we do, Hank. That's the price of uh, of our sins. I think you're right. I think a lot of what we do weighs a lot on the mind. But it's for the greater good. It is. The greater good. The greater good. And for the mother. All right, and I'm going to soup some more. Yeah. All right. Is there anything you guys want to do before you go to bed? Say my prayers. Yeah, I'm going to draw myself a bath and uh, soak for a bit, let my muscles relax, and uh, I guess take my put my dirty clothes in the wash pile, I guess. And um, Right, you want to take care of the hygiene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a shower and uh, read a book before I go to bed. Um, I'm going to do a little drinking. You actually don't have any books. You like are at all. like at all. Like we even a Bible? You don't have, you don't have uh, newspapers. You don't have books. Um, the monastery was pretty much cleaned out of everything uh, before you arrived. Um, it had been abandoned by the monks before you. So there's very little here. Um, when you moved in, um, it's just that you kept it that way. So you have your prayers, you have your training, you have uh, meals, and you have monster hunting. Hank's going to put on his nightcap, those real long triangular-shaped ones, <laughs> and pour himself a nightcap. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I mean, if there's no books, I guess... Uh... I'll do some training in the training room with the uh, machete for a little bit, just to okay. tire myself out. I realize that you guys are really tired, and it was a three-hour drive. Oh, okay. You drove from Maine to New York. I'm going to keep reciting the litanies, pray some other, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah, don't forget to yeah, say yeah. your prayers, boys. <laughs> You're going to have a couple of glasses and then off to bed. All right. Just a second. All right. I would like you, uh, you all get into bed eventually. You all fall asleep. Um, almost all your missions, well, all of your missions have been in the, at night. So you all are, you're going to, you're, you're used to sleeping in until, you know, you wake up. Um, the days you spend here, like I say, training or whatever. Um, I would like each of you to do a willpower roll, a power roll. Well, it's a hard success for me. Well, under 65, so extreme. The regular success. Regular for me. Okay. So, uh, so Michael, 
Um, you slowly drift off to sleep. And your dreams, uh, that same sort of weird, blurry dream starts to occur in your mind. It seems like you are in a a fairly bright place, but there's lots of shadows. And it feels like maybe you are in a city, but it's indistinct because there's lots of lots of rectangles, gray rectangles going up, the sunlight hitting some of them. And they seem gigantic, these these sort of things all around you. But everything is a little blurry, and there's some strange noises around you. And off in the distance, there's something moving towards you. It it it's it's kind of a blob at first, but it seems to be forming itself into some sort of anamorphic human-like shape as it drifts towards you. Um, It's completely blank. There's nothing here. It's just smooth. And it begins to reach out its hands towards you. And you suddenly, you suddenly start to wake. You suddenly start to to wakefulness. Um, Joe, let's see. Uh, uh, Seamus. Well, I haven't had that dream before. Um, Seamus, you are in a harshly lit corridor of some sort. It's long. It's oddly colored, like um, maybe it's painted blue. It's very rectangular, but the floor is polished. It's white with black, black things embedded in it. And there seems to be a gray railing going around the walls, but there's something down the hall like a window. And as you approach it, the light from the window is shining in. You have terrible feelings of anxiety as you're approaching the window. And just as you turn to look out the window, you also wake up suddenly um, in your in your bed. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Billy. Uh, uh, Denny. Uh, you are in a dark place, and there seem to be things floating around above you. You look up, there are these strange colored globes that hang in the air above you. Down below you, it's dark but something moves towards you um, in a very um, startling sort of manner. And these 
limbs like like doll hands reach up out of the darkness and begin to grab a hold of your clothing and pull you down into the darkness below. Uh, there's a strange noise, a tittering sort of laughter that's wafting around, and you suddenly start to wake. I snarl, the mother protects! And uh, finally, uh, who else? Did I do everybody? No, I think so. Hank? Hank. Did I do you, Hank? <laughs> I lost track. Um, Hank, you're in the dark. There is some sort of a portal in front of you. It's dimly lit. You open up this portal and it's dark. It's very dark inside. And as you step in, there suddenly is a bright flash of light. There's fire and the fire is coming towards you. And there is this high-pitched screeching noise that goes right through your head like a like a painful sort of horn, um, and you wake up. You all wake up around the same time to the smell of bacon. Do we all sleep in the same room or do we have different No, you all have your own rooms. Uh, they're small. You can touch both sides of the walls with your, your hands. The beds are made of plywood, and uh, they have just a thin foam a uh, mattress. It's hardly a mattress. It's just a piece of, of foam that's been sewed up in a sheet. Um, you have a place on the wall where you can hang your clothes. I, I just fell asleep. What's that? I say to the other guys when we come out for yeah. breakfast, how'd you fell asleep? Like ship. I did not sleep like well. Not good at all. It, it must be last night's experience. I'd say. It taints our soul. I suppose if we weren't bothered by it, that would be a bigger problem. That's a good point, Seamus. At least we have a soul to be darkened. And I smell bacon. Yeah. Uh, I can hear you stirring around head. back there, boys. Come and get some breakfast. Yes, father. And start running like I was a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> This is now, uh, Denny, you're here first. You set the table. Yes, Father. Ah. Isn't that our first breakfast with the Father? Yeah, we walked slow on purpose, so Denny... Yeah. Father, we had terrible dreams. Uh, we normally have terrible dreams, but last night I had a terrible, terrible dream. Well, you shouldn't that... believe anything in dreams. They're just fantasies. They're, they're not real. They're tricks by the devil. I guess it just comes with the territory, eh, Father? Hunting monsters and dreaming terrible dreams. Indeed, indeed. Now just calm yourself down and sit down at the table. We've got uh, eggs and bacon and toast. 
So then he starts laying out all the plates, you know, getting all the bacon, stuff like that, putting all the, you know, utensils out, things like that. Do we have coffee or is it like water? No, he's got coffee. Okay, good. He uh, tells, you know, boys, at one point in the history of the world, uh, the, uh, the, the Pope banned coffee um, for Catholics. Why, uh, Father? He did it because it was made by the Turks, and the Turks were Muslims, and he didn't like the Muslims, so he banned the use of coffee. And that was for many centuries, until apparently the Pope tasted some of it. And, lift, and lifted the ban. His wisdom is beyond measure. His <laughs> apocryphal. Right, well, eat your, eat your coffee. I mean, eat your, eat your meal. <laughs> get out of my breath. So, boys, I'm going to have to go into town and get some supplies. We're running low. He says, "I want you to uh, clean up the kitchen, clean the, clean the this the where we're living here, the living quarters." And uh, I'll be back in a couple of hours. You can do your training. Um, and then I will um, I will give you your next assignment. Do you need help with all uh, the supplies, Father? Should one of us come with you to... No, it's best in case if you were seen or, or anyone saw you or somehow managed to get a photo of you, uh, that you stay here, stay sequestered and... Uh, you know, one day our job will be done and you can, we can, we will be done with this job. But for yes, now, Father. you need to stay, you need to stay here and unseen in the daylight. We understand, Father. Yes, Father. All right. So I'll be off. And uh, he says, you're all good boys. Uh, see you later. And he uh, goes out and gets in the uh, Chrysler. Off he goes. All right, let's start doing the dishes. Yeah, we're just doing our regular stuff. I'll wipe down the table. Hopefully with some experience, these dreams will get easier. I mean, it's been, what, 10 years? 15 years since our last hunt, Michael. It just seems like the dreams just keep getting worse. Actually, last night, actually Denny... Now that you think about it, it hasn't been that long. You can remember at least two other incidents that took place, but they took place maybe in the last week or so. Beyond that, maybe it's because you go to confession, you confess your sins, and he tells you to not think about it, that you purposely purge it from your mind. but. Before that, it doesn't seem very clear. The two things that you can remember is um, a few nights ago, uh, you went after somebody. You're trying to remember his name. Uh, you think it was Edward Hesset. You had to drive all the way to Vermont. Uh, the thing that was uh, Edward Hesset was posing as a librarian, but when you got close to it, it was like like an insect or a crab-like 
entity. It had large red claws and a sort of weird brain thing on its head. And uh, when you killed it, it seemed to evaporate. Um, the other one was different still. It seemed to be, it was, um, it was a, another fellow named Jordan Dahmer, Domner. Um, and it was, you're not sure what it was posing as, but it was at an apartment in New Hampshire. You had had to drive all the way to New Hampshire to do it. Um, you don't have words for what this thing was, but it was not like anything you'd ever seen. It was an imposter. It was obviously an imposter. It was, its skin was different. Its facial features were different, maybe spider-like. Um, but those things both affect those, those both things affected all of you in the same way that the one last night did. It was traumatic and terrifying, and and you were glad to sort of purge it out of your mind. Before that, you're not sure. You don't remember. Maybe there were things, but uh, you've tried so, not to remember them. So, so as Denny, you know, talked. Oh, it's been you know 15 years. The words sort of die in his mouth. And and he looks down at his you know callous hands. Clearly, they're callous from you know uh, long years of work. And he's suddenly thinking about everything. And he 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 mentions to everyone, uh, boys, uh, has it been long? I mean, I remember wow. Hesed and uh, Dominer. But but not before. It it, 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 it must be, it, it must be the sin that we have on me. Well, How long has it been, Hank? How long have we been doing this? Yes, Michael. Uh, I, I don't remember. My, my my hand tells me it's been long, but my mind. Seamus, Michael, and Hank can do intelligence rooms. Uh. -uh. Uh, a success. So if you succeeded, I mean, you, what you can remember more clearly is your time together in the army. You were in World War II. Well, you were young. Um, pretty much you came out of the orphanage directly into the military. Um, you fought in that, and then you left. And it was some time after that that the church approached you and that you've been living here since then. But the sense of time is off. I mean, you don't you don't remember clearly. Did we all serve in the same unit? Yes. I mean, Denny, it's been a while, but not, I mean, really not as long as you'd think. It feels like a long time, but I... I mean, it's all going to blur together anyways, the stuff that we do, this line of work, it's, it's going to get fuzzy. There's no normal, normal engagements against which to, to judge what we do. So I think the way we kind of rationalize it is a little odd. That's right. What we do is God's work. So 
No, you, 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 you boys are right. You boys are right. It, 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 it's just my mind. Now, Hank, Michael, Seamus, my brothers, you boys are right. So you guys are cleaning the kitchen. Um, and then what, where are you going from there? I mean, you're supposed to clean the whole living area. Yeah, I think we just do the routine sort of. I mean, if we've, if we've been here for a little while, I'm sure that it just sort of defaults into chores that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing really yeah. seems to be out of the ordinary, I think. Hank will make his bed, maybe sweep right? off. Right? The father has left us here before. He's gone into town before. Sometimes he's gone for a little while. It's all right. I'm going to do some upkeep around, you know, if there's um, hedges that need trimming, um, you know, roofs that need, um, you know, roofing. Okay. Uh, somebody doing vacuuming. Oh, wait, yeah. there's no, there's yeah. no, there's no electricity. I'll sweep. Like, sweeping. Sweep. Yeah, I'll, I'll sweep right. the, the halls and everything. All right. So as you guys are, are doing this, um, the day is, is, is you know taking an excruciating amount of time to to pass as it always seems to um Seamus as you are sweeping um you come to Father O'Leary's room and you've all you all know that you've all suspected it's something about Father O'Leary getting this particular assignment is not what most priests would look forward to. So he's not exactly, you know, the most disciplined individual, as you found him drinking quite a bit last night. Um, you get into his room and his bed's not made. Um uh, and and there's you know there's there's this place is dusty, so you're cleaning around his room. I'd like you, Seamus, to do a spot hidden for me. All right. Uh. Uh, I will spend three luck to turn that into a hard success. Okay, you don't need to do that. Just okay. If you've succeeded, then you're fine. So you're you're tidying up his room. Um, you do find a bottle of whiskey uh, that's half drunk in there. Okay. Normal. Uh, no, you would never think of stealing anything. <laughs> you just put it back where it belongs. It's right? not stealing. I'm saving father from himself. Okay. You're, sa- you're, you're giving you're up yourself. Him. You're sacrificing yourself. So you're, you're drowning him if you're taking away the whiskey. You're uh, you're making his bed, uh, and in the process of making his bed, there seems to be something wedged between his bed and the wall in his room. And in order to make the bed, to put the the the, the the, uh, the covers in to tuck them, you have to reach down and you have to pull it out. And what you pull out is this. A dime store novel. Okay. Uh, strangers on a train. 
Okay. Um, he hasn't let you guys read anything, and he has this little book tucked away. Oh, the little devil. Well, you don't so, know what Michael, it's Seamus who's found it. So, I, so I mean, I mean, I wanted to read last night and he doesn't let us read. And he, I guess he's been leading us to believe there are no books anywhere. Right. Or at least in the air. Okay. So I'll, I'll kind of thumb through it to see what, but you know, what's so special about this book that he's going to break his own rule. All right. So you're standing there for a few moments reading. Um, you could probably read the back cover and it'll give you some idea of the book. It's a sordid, sordid little story about two men who meet while they're on a train ride. And both of them are unhappy in their marriages. So they figure out a way that they will murder each other's spouses. Um, that way, nobody will suspect. Each, each of them will be sure to have an alibi while the other one murders his spouse. And that way, they can't be blamed at all for the spouse's murder. And then they will quid pro quo. They'll do it for the other one as well. So it's a, it's a not the kind of thing you'd expect a priest to be reading. And it looks like it's pretty well worn. What do okay. you do? You are still by yourself. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking through it. I mean, like, do I see any like things like used as bookmarks? Do I see anything circled? Do I see any? Is there has it been nothing? With any? Nothing. Hmm. So. I'm kind of curious what else I'm going to find. Um, can I continue to look? Because if he has his book, maybe he has more books. All right. So you start to search through his room. Uh, Hank and Michael, um, you guys are still in the house cleaning. Um, do um, do a spot hidden roll. Oh, that ain't going to be it. Okay, so you guys don't notice that Seamus has gone in there and he hasn't come out for a while. Denny, you're outside clipping the uh, uh, the hedges. Do a do a spot hidden for me. Thirty two under seventy five. Okay, I see a lot. So as you're clipping the things, you're coming along. You get to the window where Father uh, Father Seamus uh, Father. Father O'Leary's room is, and you suddenly look up right into the eyes of uh, Seamus, who's in there looking at this book. I knock the um, sort of the handle of the shears against the window. Bah, 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 bah. Which Seamus makes you jump. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh... And I just eyeballing him. What are you doing in there, Seamus? This is Father O'Leary's room. I am. I'm, I'm cleaning. Wait, I'm cleaning. Wait, wait. Like, what, what do you have in your hands? Wait, is that underlined or highlighted? <laughs> no, it's, it's it's just he has a book in here. A book? There's no books on it here. 
So I, when he says that, I'm just like, all right. I'm gonna drop the shears and then um walk into um wherever he is. Can I just like pull him up through the window, or is it too tall? No, it's too tall. Okay. Um, all right. Do I see uh, any of the boys while I'm walking in? Yeah, you What's walk the in. What's the hubbub, bub? She must found a book. A book? What? <clears throat> Where? I don't know why he's in the father's room, but he's in the father's room. Man, he was snitch. He was just tightening up. Confession book. is good for the soul, Seamus. Seamus, are you looking? Bad for the body. Where'd you find a book? Whoa! Hot tamales. Look at this cover. It, 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 is that a decent book, Seamus? This seems like a weird story about like two men who are unhappy with their marriages and they're on a train. So they agree to kill each other's spouses and make each other each other's alibi. Something like, you know, dirty. It's just, yeah, nothing dirty. It's just a story. Well, you didn't read through it. You don't know if there are dirty parts in it, but it seems kind of unwholesome. You found this in a It seems lurid. I'm glad the monsters that we fight are easier to see. These monsters, I mean, killing their wives? Well, wait a minute. Tap it with the pin. Oh, Nothing happens. You guys are wearing your pins, so. <laughs> you found this in the father's room? Well, question. Are we... Like, are we always wearing our pins? Is that like yeah, a mandate? It's part, of, like it's part, of, it's part of your, it's like wearing a cross, wearing a St. Christopher's medal. You're always wearing it. Do we notice anything weird about it based on our clarity skill? Nothing unusual about the book or anything else? I, I, I don't sense anything weird about it. The father must be doing research against. Research? Always a- really? Nobody's perfect. Look, maybe when he went out for supplies one time, he picked that book off the shelf at the till, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, but look, he said we we're are, not allowed to have books. We were in the war. I was in France. I was give the before, father a little. That's before now. We were different people now, Michael. That's that's the before times. Did you feel like a different person last night? What do you mean, Seamus? No, exactly what I mean. Like our dreams? When, when, or when we took down that thing? Yeah. It seems like we went from killing one monster to the other. For the greater good. That's what we do! Yeah, Remember, to allow a monster to live <laughs> is to share in a sin, Seamus. What are you getting at, Seamus? Nothing, I'll just... I don't even know where that came from. I just. <laughs> it's okay, brother. We- I just feel like he said, he said, he said that, you know, we're different people, but we're still killing. Well, I mean, we're ridding the world of evil and pestilence and monsters. It's like the sin eaters of old. We take on sin we're not to save killing. the world. We're hunting. Yeah, but did that thing seem evil? Was it doing something evil when we found it? Yeah, it was a fucking monster. Did you see it? You're making this complicated. Maybe it, it, it's been a long few days, Seamus. 
let's put the book back where we found it so the father doesn't and, and continue right. our chores. That's right. Forgive the old man. Put the book back. You know he adores us. He's a good man. He takes care of us. I think we should all have a little glass of whiskey for this. Yes. I wouldn't be opposed. We talked into that. And that way the father has where that to is. drink. That's not hid. All right. So after about an hour and a half or so, so you guys, whatever you're doing, if you're training or if you're you know, working, working together, um, mm-hmm. you hear the sound of the wheels on the drive um, coming back. And uh, the black uh, Chrysler pulls into the, the place where you guys park it. And you hear the, the door open in the Chrysler and uh, Father Larry's voice yelling out. He's like, come on, boys, I got groceries. Yes, Father. Come out and help him bring it in. So you, go, you know where to put that? You put that in the, the ice box since we don't have a refrigerator. And uh, I got some fresh eggs and uh, some more stuff. Some uh, taters. Let's go in for a few minutes uh, before lunch, and uh, we'll start cooking. I have a, uh, I have a, uh, an assignment. Another you. one so soon, Father. Yeah, kind of unusual, but it, it needs to be done. I want to hear all about it. If the mother wills it, we will do what needs to be done. So he takes you in. Uh, you guys put the groceries away. He says, well, you've done a fine job cleaning up in here. He says, so tonight, um, I'm going to need you to leave in time. Uh, so that you can drive to Talwich, Massachusetts. So that's going to take you a few hours. Um, uh, he gives you an address, and he says, this one's a female, uh, or posing to be a female. Um, her name is Jane Richmond. And we believe that her last three husbands... Uh, were done away with uh, in an unusual capacity. Uh, She may be the most dangerous one of the group that you've had so far. So be careful. Now, she is currently with someone, married, I believe. He's innocent. He doesn't know. How can he not know? Now, Michael, you know the way this works. These monsters infiltrate that we have to keep this all a secret because if the world were to find out that there are monsters walking amongst them, why, they'd lose their minds. Yes, Father. Do we know anything about this monster? Weaknesses, vulnerabilities, allergies, anything, Father? We don't know enough. Uh, Whatever she is, she's kept herself well hidden and well 
uh, well camouflaged, but the church has done a great deal of research into it, as you know they always do. Uh, once again, though, make sure, make sure that she is something and not just an accident. You're the ones who can see. You have the clarity. So let's fix something for Eaton, and then uh, then we can uh, sit around. I see you've been clipping the hedges. Good. Yes, Father. Good. Cleanliness is next to godliness. We might as well spruce the place up as long as we're staying here. Uh, on that note, Father, um, uh, maybe maybe after this hunt we can get some things for for the house maybe newspapers just reading material we don't have a lot of money you know we're just barely scraping by but i'll see what we can do yes father and now now uh if you'll excuse me uh you you uh clean up afterwards and uh Start planning how you're going to get there and when you should leave. So what do we know about this lady? Like she got a job? Um, anything else about her? Only what he uh, told you. She lives in a small cottage in uh, Tawich, uh, Massachusetts. Um, she presents herself as wealthy, at least her and her husband. It sounds like a classic, you know, Black Widow sort of situation except there's something more than that we don't know what it is but they want us to go there and make sure yeah they don't know exactly what it is either but so, they they highly suspect that it is one of these things so what uh, so what caused them to want to investigate in the first place they're you don't know they're not in the habit of explaining everything to you. How did the other three husbands die, Father? Uh, who can say? I'm all, I'm limited also in what I've been told. Yes, Father. Okay. Well, well it's a quite a drive, lads. We should get going. Yep. We'll top off on gas, grab whatever we might need, and head out there. And maybe this time let's get a tarp or something for the back of the car in case we need to move the body. Well, we move the body just fine. Well, but without blood all over the car. Now, don't you be bringing sure. back we'll no body. Tarp. You get rid of it if you have to. Yes, Father. How are you feeling, Seamus? Is it the bacon uh, and eggs not sitting well with you? Yeah. Yeah, I prefer I prefer thick cut bacon. <laughs> mm, delicious. So Does anyone else kind of feel is this did the father step away? Yeah, he's he's gone back towards his room. Did does anyone else feel like these eggs are a little too scrambled, if you catch my meaning? I mean, what are you trying to say? Three scrambled eggs is not enough for a meal. Well, come out with it then, boy. 
they don't know what they don't know why. Well, no, the father doesn't know why, but need to know. You remember the missions in the war. How often are we told why? Okay. But I, I agree with you. If this thing is as dangerous as the father says, perhaps we should do a bit more research, make sure we understand what it is, confirm that it is a threat. Except we ain't in the research business, lads. We're in the hunting business. Right, but we have to hunt monsters, not humans. That is another department's affair. So at least confirm Look, what it is. If you're having doubts, if you're having doubts, just take the little pin off. If she looks like a lady, no, 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 no. Keep the pin on. If she looks like a lady, we'll leave her alone. But the pin gives us the clarity of sight, lads. It'll reveal itself to be a monster. Tom, where did we get these pins, and like, what was the what's the deal behind that? Because we couldn't always see the monsters. So what? They were given to you when you were indoctrinated into this uh, into this uh, faction of the Catholic Church. And have we worn them, worn these pins since that day? Yes. I, I, wearing the pins doesn't seem unusual. And you're Catholic; you're going to wear something. So, on the different times where we've seen these things, do we all see the same thing? Yes. Like everyone saw the same. We're facing last night. Okay. Correct. I think we should be cautious because we've been told this is a dangerous foe. So we'll we'll proceed accordingly. But to Michael's point, go we must for the mother. Do you mean for Mother Mary? No, for the great mother. Who's a greater mother than Mother Mary? Magna Mater, our great mother. Oh, is that the order? Oh, That's thanks. The order. Thanks for the reminding. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Tom, I got a question. Have any of our past monsters that we've hunted, have they always been that quick and clean? And uh, like, no. So have they ever put up like a real good fight and we've gotten pretty hurt bad? And Yeah, you've, you, last night's was really remarkably easy. Um. Uh, the uh, the uh, insect thing was quite difficult, and it it it, it had multiple arms, and um, you did get. I mean, you've all been injured in places. You've got scars. If Do we remember your... other brothers? No, or has it always been the four of us? You're a you're a separate cell. Okay. Um, no, last night you guys rolled really well, so you did really well. <laughs> that machete did a great, that was a lot of damage all at once. All right, so out, you've had lunch. Uh, when do you want to leave? How long's a ride in general or drive? I, I'm gonna say probably a four hour drive. It's probably longer, but four hours works. Well, we would want to get there late enough that there's not a lot of people um, that might drive by. You know what I mean? Because I know they're in a cottage. So they're probably not in the middle of like a 
you know, metropolitan area, but we also don't want people who might see us coming or going. You know what I mean? We don't want to leave any trace. You're thinking of doing it. Yeah, we should case we should case the resident before we do anything. Absolutely. Yeah, we can sleep in the car if we need to. So you're suggesting you drive down early, stake the place out, and then wait Maybe till I, dark. Pattern from this lady when you know if she goes to work, when she goes to work. Let's just go down. We'll di- look. We're hunting. We'll just go down and set up. up you know, and just watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, you get a blessing from the father, and he uh, he tells you to be careful. Keep your keep your heads low. You know, keep your weapons sharp, and uh, make him proud. Yes, father. All right. So you get in your car and you start to drive. Um, you don't have GPS, so you guys have maps, which you uh, you look at and consult to find your way. It's going to be a long drive. Um, you when mentioned, were freeways put in? Were freeways pre? I don't know. Don't on? don't ask me those questions. <laughs> it. Like the interstate system was in response to World War II, because all it those was, highways. It, yeah, it was envious of Germany's road system. Yeah, yes, so you're right. Perhaps they're so fairly about new. this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're meant to be. Um, you're supposed to be able to land planes on all highways. They're supposed to double as uh, airports in a pinch. Yeah, and that's happened. Um, uh, but you, you're, you've left early. Uh, you did mention getting filling up with gas. Um, so, can we get an extra thing of gas in case we need to, you know? You mean that like a, a five gallon yeah, 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 thing yeah, of yeah. gas? And and some yeah, bags. Back, back then people just had metal cans yep. in their back trunks. Um so you drive you drive you drive out and you you stop at the gas station. Um but it's I mean you've got a ways to go, but it's way early. Uh and that buy a newspaper at the gas station? Like did have convenience stores? You can. Maybe there's a few quarters in the car. I'd uh, say in the cup holder, but I don't think they have cup holders yet. I go in and, you know, get, get a newspaper and see if okay. there's any mention of um what we did last night, like any, oh, you know, murder or whatever. So you're going to go in and get a, a newspaper. Well, I mean, we're filling up gas anyways. Right. paying for it. Yeah. So who's filling up the gas? I'll do it. That's true. You probably do have a few dollars to to buy gas. So Hank, you're you're doing the gas. What are Michael and Seamus doing? Other than oh, no. sitting in the back seat. Uh no, let's go in. It's 1951. Let's get some cigarettes and candy. I mean, that's yeah. what everybody did. Smoke cigarettes and ate candy. So you can't remember the last time you had a cigarette either. I mean that they fortify the lungs, so they're good for our training. Strike means fine tobacco. It's toasted. Wait, wait, I can't remember the last time I had a cigarette. Mm-mm. That's odd, isn't it? And they're even safer because they have filters now. Exactly. Whoa, that's that's fancy. All right. So you, you, inside, you also haven't had candy in a long time that you can remember. Um, so you go in. Um, welcome, folks. Hey there. Filling How up on gas, 
getting some things. Well, if there's anything that you need, give me a holler and I'll help you. Yeah, hey, like a newspaper? You folks, yeah, here's the newspapers right here. Oh. You guys uh, you guys traveling? Oh, yeah, road trip. Yeah, we're getting out of town for a little while. Well, have, nice. have, have, have we met this guy before? Because I imagine we travel around this area, gas stations. No, you've done exactly the opposite. You don't want to be recognized. So you always go to different gas stations. Oh, so this is a new gas station we haven't been um, Correct. to. Okay. With a little convenience store next yeah. to it. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. And then pay in. I'd like, you, I'd like you to do a spot hidden while you're here. The two of us? Well, if you're inside. If you're inside the store. Well, that 20, might have made it. 25 under 75, so I'm fine. I make it. A regular okay. success. Um, you 13. notice, you, you notice as you are in there, there is a circular rack, wire rack, um, near the front uh, that has dime store novels in it. And Strangers on a Train is one of them. In fact, it's the same one with that purple cover. Are they cheap? Yeah, they're probably um, 25 cents. Uh, what are you I looking have, at, Michael? Do I have a quarter on me? Yeah, probably. I buy it. I buy okay. it and I give it to Seamus on the way out. Here you yes. go, lad. I suppose it's better than him taking a Father O'Leary's copy. Good thinking, Michael. All right. Anything yeah, else so. before you get back in the car? Sounds good. I got candy and smokes for all of us. I got some soda pop. While Hank's driving, I get the I have newspapers for us. Anything? And then, are you going to drive somewhere and take a break, or eat some a snack, or you had candy? Do we get well, cars? I mean, it's. Are we thinking of doing a straight? Now we'll drive for a couple hours and stretch our legs, and then. We have the address. We have maps. We're going to want to show up early and just watch for a little while or drop a couple of guys off and watch. We don't even know what the area is like. I mean, we'll get there by noon, right? Or should we by about 2 or 3 p? Uh, about 5 Something or 6 like p.m. Yeah. Five or yeah, six it'll p. still be sunlight. So right. I don't think we do a lot of lingering. I think we probably... You get there. We get there, yeah, yeah, without too much fuss. Okay. Seamus, what are you going to do with the book? Oh, I mean, I have time. We're driving. Hank, I'm going to read Hank it. Hank is driving. All right. Yeah, I would read. like Hank, I would like Seamus then to do a constitution roll. Oh. She's kind of throwing up on the car. Do I get car sick? Who's sitting where? Who else is in the front seat? Gotcha. Right. So uh, Denny and Hank are in the front seat. He. 18 under 50, so a heart. Okay. So you're fine. Um, you, you're you sitting in the back reading it. It's an interesting little story, but it is, it seems just kind of drama. It doesn't seem to be anything. There don't seem to be any messages or anything in it. Um, uh, 
Do I notice anything in the newspaper around our recent? Oh, uh, you you're looking in the newspaper. Okay, those of you who are looking in the newspaper, um, it seems mundane. There's all sorts of things in it. You don't see anything about a murder, like not um, the past three that we recall. No, nothing like that. Uh, of course, it's a newspaper from a different area. Right, they wouldn't be in there anyway, unless it's national news, Husser. Right, um, Denny, do a spot hidden role uh 55 under 75 pass you are looking in the newspaper and there are some off-brand articles there are things about things going in place there's um there's a picture of um uh, the president and his family the United States, and it looks like they're having some sort of um, party at the White House. Um, do a um, do a power roll. Uh, so I'm seeing uh, Harry. What, which president is it? Harry Truman. Okay, <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. Hey, I'm the comedian here. All right. What? Uh, 28 under 65, so pass. Okay. Something about the picture, um, it, it, it makes your head kind of hurt oh, as you're Harry looking Truman's at the face. picture. Oh. It's, it's not Harry Truman's face. Um, it's, it's the kids in the picture and oh, my head yeah it it feels really strange kind of you feel kind of lightheaded but it's, it, it's hank it's, slow down it's slow not down. a weird it, it's a weird sort of lightheadedness what's going on up there oh my my head oh, i i just look i'm just reading the news and oh my head oh what do you do hank? quit reading the news uh, I'll, I'll slow down a little bit. Maybe it's time to stretch our legs by this point. Okay. You sure. are Let's at the moment coffee. kind of away from everything. There are woods around you. There's a stretch of road. There's not much traffic. There's a few little pullouts on the side. And you, you do need a, a walkabout, you know. You probably need to pee. I just start looking at, you know, this article and, and I, you know, show them the Truman picture in my head. It's just, oh. So the rest of you who look at the newspaper do a uh, spot hidden. The kiss in the back, there's just, oh, my head. Ooh, that's a hard. Ooh, that's a fail. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a fail. Okay. How'd you do, Hank? I failed. Okay. Um, Michael, you saw it? Uh, yeah, you're Michael. You're the only one that. Well, you you all saw it. Um, for Michael, uh, you look at the picture and you look at it rather strongly, but there's nothing really in it that that <clears throat> that it certainly doesn't make your head hurt, uh, but you can't fathom any reason why Denny is having this weird reaction. As he's looking at the picture. Right. 
Uh, so you've stepped out. You probably are smoking your cigarettes. Um, eating my candy, drinking my soda candy, pop, taking a pee over in the behind a tree. Um, Danny, what are you doing? I'm just going to um, get a cigarette from uh, Michael okay. just to calm my nerves. Not look at that anymore because clearly uh, I'm getting car sick or something. Yeah, but something when you look away from the newspaper, you feel fine. When you look at the newspaper, something bothers the hell out of you. Like, I'm gonna, are you seeing something that nobody else is? I'm going to look at it again. Do you know, deep, you know, cigarette and look at it again. Just uh, what do I see or, or not see? Or am I throwing up again? Something in that picture, something where the kids are, something, something in the. The shapes within the picture is bothering you. Does it remind me of my nightmares or is it just funky? Maybe. Maybe it's something that has to do with your nightmares. I mean, you don't know the president. Right. All right. I'm going to crumple the newspaper and throw it away because it's hurting my head. Okay. Yeah, screw it. Oh, there's just something weird about that picture, boys. It's not the car sickness. There's... <laughs> Something going on here. But what about it? I mean, what are you seeing in there? It was a, the president and his family. I don't know. You remember the dreams we were talking about? Yeah. It reminds me of that. I don't know how. I mean, it's the president's kids, but geez. You told me about your dreams, and that doesn't look anything like it. I, I don't know what to tell you, Hank. Just, it's probably nothing, right? It's just, it's probably just car sick. Jeez, yeah, I don't know what's going on. What was that, Hank? Yeah, reading in the car always made me feel sick. Uh, here you. What's that you got there, yeah, Seamus? I... How are the two books? Or how's that the, you know, whatever, Stranger Train? Stranger Things? Stranger Trains? What? Strangers on a Train. Um, It's pretty, it's pretty good. And yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. It's nice to like, you know, get your mind off things sometimes, I guess. But, yeah, I guess I'm just not used to, like, focusing on a book and, and driving. Because you said, Tom, you said that I'm not, like, I'd notice that I'm feeling a little off, right? Yeah. Actually, uh, Hank is where I was going with it. Every time I've tried to read in a car, I get sick. And I don't get car sick, but it's the movement of the car and the you moving the, the thing. But you did fine. You got a hard scene. You didn't get sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you want to see it? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I've done, <laughs> I've done my reading for today. All right. Denny, you mugs. Come on. Let's get going. Denny, um, as you're getting ready to get back in the car, you look over where that newspaper is that you crumpled up and threw on the ground like a litter bug. And... You're not sure if it's moving or not. Like from the wind? Like there's no wind. You're in the trees. Like it's moving across the ground. Towards me? Yeah. So I'm keeping my eyes on it and I start tapping Michael or whoever or, or, or Hank or whoever's closest. What? what? What is happening? And I point at the uh, newspaper. 
it, what's the newspaper doing? Nothing. He crumbled well, it up. Walk over and pick it up. Walk over and pick it up. You pick that it is up. There, is there... That you disgraced God's green earth with. Uh, Denny, when Michael picks up the newspaper, you almost think that it's got little clawed fingers that are about to grab a hold of Michael. Michael! And then I scream and I reach out to, you know, get between him and that thing. Knife suddenly in hand. Whoa! And is I there, snap the paper. Is there anybody around? No, there's nobody around. Yeah, occasionally my car might go whoosh past you. What's gotten into you? You, you, look, from him. you look like a bunch of dudes peeing on the side of the road like people do. Danny, what is wrong with you? Don't you boys see it? No. Hands. I, 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 this I is a hands. I Danny, saw hands reaching out at you, brother. It's just like put the knife away. Just like from from my dreams, the the, the little hands. And then and then Danny sort of you know holds on the knife, but slowly backs away from the from the newspaper. Hands, hands. Yeah, have a seat, man. Calm down. It's just a newspaper. Look over at Hank. Tap my head. I mean, he hasn't been sleeping. Maybe you should. Oh, take- and I lean over to Hank and I say, "Are we sure we want him going with us? I don't want him pulling a knife on me again." Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I just. What's it wrong? burns. Do you here? Oh, sit down. Uh, I, and I'm just like grasping at my chest where the pin is. Oh, it burns. What the pen is burning you? Burns. Oh, jeez. I'm gonna try to, you know, see see if there's like poison ivy on me or, or whatever. Nope. There's Does it no- still look like Danny? Yes. Is the heat getting better? Is it worse? He's getting. He's he's looking pale. Yeah. No, it's it's even touching the pin hurts your hands. If I lift my shirt, you know, so the pin isn't touching me, does it still burn or? Yep. Ah, shit. I'm going to touch his pin and see if I can't help him unfasten it. Okay. Um, you're going to help him unfasten it? Yeah, it unfastens easily. How, how do I feel? Um, are you taking it off of him? Yeah. All right. You take it off of him. Denny, um, when he takes it off of you and you step back, you 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 suddenly have a that picture in your mind of picture in the newspaper, and the thing that's that's sticking in your head is are the balloons and the children and your 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 mind starts to turn and you're thinking of your your nightmare there were it was dark and then there were lights and then you looked up and there were these globes they were round they were colorful were they balloons and the thing down below you that started reaching up were they children's hands you feel them grab a hold of you and they say, you know, Uncle John, happy birthday. 
and you suddenly realize that it was a birthday party and it suddenly comes flooding back into your memory and you don't know what the fuck is going on. It doesn't even feel like your memory. It feels like something else, like someone else's memory, but it's, it's definitely you. What? <gasps> so you guys all see John? Denny suddenly fall back and, oh. and look really surprised. Uncle John? What? Me? The dead? Do I still recognize the three of them for who they are? Or... Oh, yeah. What? Danny, what's going on? I, I don't know, Michael. The, the memories. You know, the dreams I was telling you about. Yeah. They were monsters. It's balloons of a birthday party. And, 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 and I hear a voice, a, a, a child's voice calling me Uncle John. Who, who's John? Well, Denny, it suddenly starts to come back that everything in your mind starts to start to fall away. You're not sure that you know who these people are that you're with. You weren't an orphan. He looks extremely confused, all of you, like he's possessed by the devil or something. <laughs> I, I start like slowly gonna... backing away. Denny, what's the matter? What's got Come on? on? Calm down. Denny, Come what's here. going on? We got some place to go. Come here. Come here, buddy. Take, Dead, take, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 buddy. Stay away from me. We, we don't have whoa, a knife in your hand. Whoa, no, it's like oh, oh, popped okay. on a bell. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you're going through something hey. right now. We're here for whoa. you. All right, Denny. Listen, it's us. All right, we're here. Do Do I recognize that name, Tom, or does that like this Denny a thing to me now? You no, know, you remember that that you for the past, you don't know how long have thought that you were Denny Doyle. Okay, so that name is not a, it's, it's a familiar name, just weird. Oh, you remember everything that's that's taken place in the last I mean as far as that's concerned, but but these three are now less familiar? But everything behind a few weeks ago is no longer a blur. You had a life. You lived someplace else. You had a wife and you had children and there was a birthday party and you had a job and well, not anymore, clearly. Yeah. Something, <laughs> well, something, you still got gone, a job. something has gone horribly wrong. What, who, what are the rest of you doing? What? I don't know. I'm He's trying to calm Den Denny down. Like, I, I oh, don't want to, like, invade his personal Seamus? space. So, yeah, I'm just like, I'm here, man. What's going on? Do you remember Seamus? Do I remember what? Do you remember yeah, we yesterday? Remember Seamus. Do you remember yesterday? What we did last night? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Hank, do you remember what we did the night before that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Yeah. What about a week before that? Michael, do you remember what we did a week before that? A little less clear, but I mean, that's a week ago. I'd have to think about it. We do the same thing all the time. We hunt monsters. Okay, try one more week before that. We're hunting monsters. Did we hunt a monster? Do I, I remember? remember? I was no. at a birthday party. What? For whom? My nephew. Or baby. You don't have a nephew. How would you know? How long have <laughs> we met, Seamus? We've known each other for a long time. We've Seamus. Oh, yes. Seamus. Um, oh, a couple things there. Uh, when he says you served together, Denny, you weren't in the military. Serve what? Hors d'oeuvres? Um, but Seamus, when Denny said, I had a kid, you you suddenly get this strange wave of nausea, and the pin on your chest starts to hurt a little bit, too. Like it's getting hot. Do I notice him, like, wincing the moment I said that? Maybe. Sure. Oh. You see it, don't you? You feel it. I, Seamus. Yeah, I mean, so I, I saw him having trouble with his pen. Would it be fair that I would, like, want to pull mine off now? Or at least try to? You're playing the game. You do what you want to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll pull off the pen if it starts to burn me like it was burning him. Hank and Michael, do idea rules. Hank, they're possessed. No. It's nope. a success. Well, it's Michael, a regular success. You say he's possessed. You have been told that your pins are protecting you from something. And Don Denny's taking his off. And Seamus is starting to play with his pen. Is my gun in the car? Um, Probably in the trunk. Yeah. Boys, do you know that the pins are supposed to keep us safe from the monsters? How do you know that, Michael? Because it's what Father O'Leary told us. When did he tell you? Do you remember? I don't remember. Father O'Leary also said we can't have books, but guess what we found in his room? Well, you're going to throw all this out the window because you find a book in Father O'Leary's room? Hey, I never said I'm not throwing anything out the window. I'm just saying that not everything the Father says is what it is. That's all I'm saying. Did you all see what we did last night? Yeah. We, we oh, I, I remember. But I'm we also remembering my child's birthday or, or a child's birthday. Denny. You start to think about last night. And the more you think about it, the more you think it was a homeless guy. And was he oh. just finding a place to bed down for the night? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 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 dear God almighty. There was something weird about the way it looked. Maybe it was just... The, the moonlight 
but maybe it wasn't that weird. Maybe you murdered a homeless man last night. What? Um, Seamus, um, uh, this conversation bothers you. You, um, is this you, pencil on or is it off? You, uh, he's holding on to it. It's hurting him. Um, you, you remember that corridor that you were walking down? You were walking towards a glass window, a glass window in a corridor, a big glass window in a corridor. You were anxious and nervous and something was inside there. And it was a bunch of ribs with babies, and one of them was yours. You suddenly realize it was a hospital. And at this point, the pen really burns. I flick it. I move over closer you, to Hank. You throw the um, you throw the pen onto the ground, and when you do, you suddenly realize you also had a life. You are not Seamus O'Sullivan. Um, you are named Vince, and you had just you and your wife had just had a baby. And you were nervous about seeing the baby, and there it was. You had a wife and a home, and you were happily married, and you you were, in fact, a policeman and, uh, in New York. And something happened that you got ripped away from that life and kidnapped. So, yeah, wait a minute. And now that the, the date is coming back to you, you're starting to think, was that three years ago? Something's up. Seamus? So, so when I look at Denny, do I recognize him as another person? Now? Yeah. I mean, you still think of him as Denny Doyle, but you don't know him. I mean, you 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 didn't live in an orphanage. You you weren't in the, the war. Certainly not serving with Denny. Certainly not <clears throat> serving with Hank or, or Michael. Hank and Michael, you're looking at the two of them now. They've thrown off their pins and they're acting very strangely. What are you guys doing? Right, what's going on here? They're taking their pins off and now all of a sudden they're remembering all these different things. I don't yeah, know. Okay. I think they could. I think that maybe that creature last night might have injected him with something. I think we ought to inch over to the car and our rifles. Because they could... They're acting kind turn. of static. Um, I don't know if we can trust them to help us carry out this mission anymore. Are you guys, like, whispering? Because we're right there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're inching towards the car. Well, what are, what is we're she moving doing? towards the trunk. What's, what's Seamus and Denny doing? I'm just going to keep calling you by those names. <laughs> boys. There's boys. an understanding that we're not those people, but that's right. just for simplicity. Yeah. Boys, and my hands are, you know, right where they can see it. Boys, 
there's something very, very wrong here. I open the trunk. We're off by the side of the road, right? Yep. Occasional you, you remember, cars driving by. What Occasional do you, cars. Do you remember a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks ago where you were? Killing monsters. Were you, Hank? Yeah. Were about you? my rifle. I don't remember that any no. What about no. your dream, Hank? Hank the and faces. Michael, try as you might. Hank and Michael, try as you might. You can only remember three kills last night and two others. The insect guy and the Yeah. Dominer and Hesset. What about before that? What are you doing in my head? I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing that long ago. What about Hank, the faces without faces? You were telling me about them, Hank. Yeah, Hank, you can go ahead. Sorry, just nightmares. Hey, I, I had a kid. I was in my dream. It's like clearer now. It's, I always thought I was. It was like a nightmare, and I was in like this, like scared about what was what I was seeing outside the window, and I always thought it was like oh, it was like a monster, and it was like my calling. But I was anxious because I was. My, I, I was having a baby born that day. I remember that. I remember being nervous, and I remember walking up to the glass looking for, for mine. What mother baby dreams? Hank, do a willpower roll or power roll. I got a success. Okay. Them talking and saying all these things, birthdays, and it's something. It, it starts, you start to feel that nausea too. Like, oh man, why does that feel? Why does that feel familiar? Do I eat something funny? I, those were just dreams. Yeah, you too. Killing monsters. And yeah, I have nightmares, but it's, you know, it's stressful work that we're doing. I, it's normal. Was you it can, a nightmare last, uh, a monster last night, or was it just a homeless pobo? You saw him. He was like a big dog man. Why would Father Leary have us kill just innocent hobos? What sense does that make? I mean, Hank, the pen starts to burn you. What's that? The, the pen is starting to burn you as well. Oh, God, this is freaking hot. What are we in the, in the sun? Oh, I gotta get this thing off. It hurts. It hurts. What are you taking it off to? It hurts, man. It's, it's burning. I'll, I'll help rip it off if he lets me. Yeah, okay. get that off. Michael, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Brother, you know us. And I'm just keeping my distance. Brother. Seamus, when you move towards Hank and you reach out for that pen, you start to feel those thoughts become cloudier as you're approaching the pen. Um, although they don't they don't go completely black back to cloudiness. Um, but you succeed in helping Hank take it off. What do you do with it? Throw it away? Yeah, okay. I throw it into the tree line and I say, it's the pin. It's the fucking okay. pin. And I throw it. And Hank, when that happens to you, you were in that black room. Or you were in the corridor and you opened up the portal. It's it's, it's, it's it's an apartment door. 
you're you're opening an apartment door. It's it's black inside. You open it up, and there was that fire and screeching. But it's the lights come on. There's your girlfriend with a birthday cake coming out of the kitchen, and all of the guests scream, "Surprise! Happy birthday!" And your life starts flooding back into your mind. Uh, you also had a life. You also were not in the military. And you can sort of remember that you were subjected to some sort of ritual. You were kidnapped. It was a dark room. There, were, there was at least one people person there, not, not Father O'Leary, but somebody else dressed in black saying some strange language words. You don't know what they were, but it was some sort of ritual and you don't remember anything after that except this. This. What happened to my life? My friends. Hank? Hank. Where are you they? two? Michael is freaking out. He's he's got a gun. <laughs> Michael, there's something going on with these these like these pins are having us like forget about our whole life. We had a we had a whole other life before this. But the pins are what lets us see the monsters. Ask yourself, Michael. I'm Danny Doyle. He's Hank Houlihan. You're Michael Murphy. Seamus Sullivan. Do those sound like real names to you? Yeah, in what my are neighborhood, the, they sound like real damn no, real names. No, what are the odds of four orphans with names like that? No, Michael, listen up. All right, so these, these pins are supposed to protect us, but we're not. There's no danger anywhere around here. Take yours off for a second. Uh, okay, maybe we'll walk away. We'll step away from Michael, so, you know. Not going to be able to rush you, buddy. You know how fast or slow we are. You, we've seen each other in action. How long have we been driving? A couple of hours. What's the worst that can happen, buddy? I, I texted Denny, but you guys might not even be Irish. Wait. <laughs> What's this accent I have? Good thing I don't have a good accent anyways. Wait, who am I? What? No, Michael, listen, all of us, these pins started burning us, so we took them off because they hurt, right? But there's a- That's what you say. Put it together. None of us could remember farther back than like three weeks, right? It just kind of, how can all of us just forget not even a month ago? Also, you're pretty sure in that old life, you didn't know each other. I'm remembering all this stuff from before. I mean, it's clear. What you gonna do, Michael? Oh, oh. Okay, half of me wants to just run off into the woods with a rifle. And the other half wonders how much of a connection do I have with these three to trust them? Well, I almost want the An dice hour to ago, you would have given your life for all three of these guys. Come on, brother. All 
All right, I'll take the pin off. If 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 I would have died for him, I take the pin off. You uh, you take off the pins. What do you do? Throw it away? Do you look at it? Throw it on the. I just throw it on the ground in front of me and step back a couple feet. Okay. But the pin is between me and them, and I am armed. Okay. You throw it down on the ground. You can see that there is something written on the back of the pin that you never really noticed before. But you would have to pick there? it up and look at it. I will. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm just putting it in the chat. That's what's written on the back of it. Oh, only he sees it. Okay. okay. Makes no sense. It's like some foreign language. Um, you All right, I'll drop it. I'll, okay. No, I'll drop it, and I'll back up two or three steps. You drop it. You start to think um, about the dream, the thing in the blurry place, and it's suddenly it's New York City, and it is your wife coming towards you and reaching out to throw her arms around you and give you a hug. It's one of the nicest moments. You've just gotten back from a long trip and she was welcoming you back and all of the happiness of your previous life was somehow ripped away and purged from you and you were convinced by something that you were monster killers. All right, boys. Michael. We may have been too. And, and I lower my hand. Yeah. You think on your previous kills, you're pretty sure that Edward Hessett was just a librarian. He was just what? trying to get away from you. He was throwing books at you as he was running. And you were hunting him and killing him. And you remember Jordan Domner, and he was he was in his apartment and he was fixing himself ramen and you broke in and just viciously killed him and splattered his blood and entrails around the room why yeah what, what and at whose order fellas look at the back of your pins there's some weird thing on it some weird non-language thing on it take a look at them I get a stick and poke at the pin to flip it you around. Can, you can see that there's stuff written on the back, but every time you start to get closer to the pin, you feel like waves of something trying to subdue your minds. Oh, nope, nope, nope. And I flick it away with the stick. So someone stole our lives. Yeah, it's this O'Leary guy. Why? I, don't know. I say we go back to the monastery and we beat the dog shit out of him until he tells us what's going on. Or we oh, wait, find wait. this James Richmond. Wait, what? Hold it. Who are the three people that... Oh, that's a good idea. Because why else would... Right? Yeah, let's go. To do with him. Just talk to her. Right. Figure out what's her connection. You know, exactly. Does she know Hesed? Dominer, hobo, 
Oh, what's the name of the we we saw the Hugo Franco. Yeah, oh yeah, Franco. That's a good idea. Yeah, let's go talk to her. All right. And I get some candy from uh where Michael is stashing it. All right. So you're going to continue on to the house. Okay. I just realized that we are at two hours. Um if you want a break, you can take a pee break or a bio break. Sorry, I'm yeah, water. All right, yeah, I'm down with that. So you guys are continuing forward. There's a few things that start to cross your mind, almost, almost like why were we fooled, even with the pins on? You, Denny, had at one point mentioned getting your confession heard. You don't recall ever getting your confession heard. You don't even think you're Catholic. You never did any kind of services, any religious services in the the St. Otto's Monastery. He never did mass. Priests are supposed to do mass every day, you think. Um you don't even know if there was a chapel. You'd never been in a chapel in that monastery. What? It's all very fishy. Hey, gentlemen, boys. Do you ever remember Father O'Leary giving mass? Uh, no, he was just training us. Doesn't that seem odd? Wait, wait. What happened to my accent? Wait. What? Uh, Did you ever have an accent? Wait, what? Are we Irish? What? Yeah. Testing, testing, one, two, what? Do I remember my wife's name? Yes. Do I remember my phone number? Um. Yeah, you think so. It's 1951. It's probably like two. No, I can't. Kelly. <laughs> That's right. My wife's <laughs> name is Kelly Cadillac. <laughs> Good one. Oh, that's horrible. Your 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 phone number would be something like Murphy Brown 93625. Exactly. Okay, at the next gas station, I tap Hank on the shoulder and tell him to pull over and I dial that number. I, I pull over into the gas station. Okay. Pull into the gas station, and Michael or, or uh, Kenny. Uh, I'm going to have to make a new overlay for both names. Uh, Kenny, you 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 dial the number, and uh, the electronic sort of sounding voice. It's actually not electronic. It was actually there was a woman who recorded all these things. It says, um, "We're sorry, the number you've reached has been disconnected, or is no longer in use." Please check your number and try again. Damn. You've all kind of figured that it's been three years. Do we remember where we live? Like in a trust? Yes. Yeah. You remember where you live. Is it close to each other's? No. Right. Here's what I think. If our memory's been scrubbed and we've been killing people. At least three. There's, yes. a, 
there, there's a reason. Well, but if we've been like scrubbed for three years and we only remember killing three people, who knows right. what's happened? Right. 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 All right. The father, Father Leary is in on it. If Everybody's he's even a father. Yeah. Right. Everybody's in. On it. So I say we go after this target and start asking her questions. Yeah, I agree. This lady, okay, let's go. Make the connections and figure out what all these people and all the previous victims have to do with O'Leary. Or why are, are we killing them? Yes. And and we're not going to leave those pins out there. We've got to get them and put them in. I'll take one of my socks off. You don't even know put where them in you, a sock. you threw them out into the woods. You right. Know. We drove. We drove, drove away. away. No, I threw my pin right in front of me. Yeah, but oh, no, that but was then somewhere we, in the woods. You don't, you don't know where. Yeah, we know. drove back to, uh, or a way to get to a gas station for you to have a phone call. It would take okay, you. Okay, but we didn't do it. You don't think one of us would have thought to pick up one of those pins? No, it okay. made our head hurt. Every it time you went where it, they, your head hurt. Yeah, mine. Seamus took mine and threw it way. Okay. Yeah. We probably know approximately where it is, like where we stopped if we really, really need to find it, I guess. Some kids on their bicycles are going to find us. Ooh. Let's drive to the target. All right. So uh, you arrive in Talwich, Massachusetts, around, oh, we'll say 3.30 in the afternoon. Um, you realize that in a rather wealthy area of the uh, of Talwich uh, is where this cottage is. As you... Uh, drive towards it, you can see that it's a very nice little cottage. Um, obviously, it's owned by some wealthy people, and uh, the gardens are pretty. Um, it's late fall, but, uh, you know, there's a, a couple of bright orange and red trees and with the uh, the fall colors. And there's still flowers growing in the garden, a little white picket fence around it. What do you do? And the name on the on the on the mailbox is um, um, uh, Jack and Jane Richmond. Okay, somebody should just sneak around the house. We should just do what we've been trained to do: sneak around the house, see if we can get her alone, see if there's anybody in there. I was thinking of just knocking the door and saying hi. Sure, but I let's just make sure that this isn't a trap, too. Fair point. Let's scout, but don't be too, you know, don't antagonize her unnecessarily. All right. Um, so, Denny, you're going to go up to the door? Uh, no, we're, we're going to look around to see if there's um, anything unusual first. Okay. To get into the yard, you're going to have to open up the gate in the in the, in the, in the picket fence, walk toward, walk down the line. It, it looks like a perfectly nice, pretty little house. Was there a way to like walk up and down the street and then maybe a side street or something just to kind of look around it? See if yeah, there's and, anything that's out of the ordinary. And Hank um, has binoculars too, so. Not precisely. There are houses on either side. There is mm -hmm. a street behind them, but there are houses there. So the backyards are up against each other. So it would be crossing somebody else's backyard to get into this backyard. Correct. Is there a car in the driveway? There is. It's a nice car. Maybe a Buick. Why don't we just nothing green. to it? Yeah, nothing to it but to say hi. 
maybe we're all right. They're gonna ask who the hell are we and why are we asking these questions? So that's exactly right. Maybe we're PIs and we're just uh, we're we're working on behalf of a client. And you are all dressed like assassins. <laughs> so we're working on behalf of a client and we just start asking questions. And if they get if they get too skeptical or they start asking questions we don't want to answer, we could just say, you know, it's uh, client privilege. Should it be all four of us or maybe just just the one or two of you and we could, you know, because you don't want like four black suited men in front of your door or maybe you do maybe you do 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 i remember what i used to do before this happened like was i uh something as a kidnapper no you all have legitimate jobs but now we're all trained hunters i say let's see if the husband's in there and let's kidnap her. Let's take her to someplace else. Let's interrogate her. We don't have to hurt her. I don't want to kill her. I don't want to hurt her. But I want to find out what's going on. And I don't want to whip up some other story about it either. We've had enough stories already. Let's get to the truth. Oh, boy. Um, uh, well, if we're going to kidnap her, we got to be quick about it. We should find out if the husband's inside. Well, one way to find out. It's a gentleman of the house in, right? Yeah. Just go up and knock and say you want to sell aluminum siding. Aluminum siding. Oh, wait, siding. no, that's the fifth. This is the, right. that would be in the 70s. Hoover vacuums. Ooh. Yeah. What? No, except you'd talk to the lady of the house for that, probably. But just go up and see if the old man's inside. All right. Well, nothing to it. And then I get out. Anyone to come with? No, yeah. you go. So you okay. don't... All right. All right. And then Kenny, say what, Hank? We'll hang tight. Okay. So uh, right. Denny or John walks up, opens the fence, uh, no weapons, no nothing, and just knocks on the door. Okay. Um, after a couple of minutes, you can hear footsteps approaching the door. Um uh, the door opens, and there is a gentleman. He looks like he's maybe, oh, 65. Um, he's dressed in uh, a simple tweed with uh, with a, a sweater, uh, like a sweater vest on and a tie. And uh, he says, uh, yes, can I help you? Uh, good day, sir. Um, is the master of the house in? That would be me. Oh, um, you would be Mr. Goodman. Yeah, what are you selling, buddy? Uh, vacuum cleaner, sir. The best yeah, we've Hoover already got one. Oh, thank you. Well, and he well, closes the door in your face. Sorry for interrupting. And then, all right. And then I just um, make my exit clearly visible, nothing shady, and walks back into the car. All right, husband is in, and he they already have a vacuum cleaner, apparently. So, <sighs> Well, okay. it sounds, it sounds like we're going to have to do this the hard way. I are, are we sure we need to antagonize them? I mean, don't you have a kid to get back to? Yeah, but if we've already killed, well, I guess if we already killed four people, might as well. What am I saying? The truth. The truth. Well, if we're going to do it, let's do it quick. 
the thing is, is that we could just go in there. We could just go in there and start asking questions. We totally could. There was something about making sure, oh, that the husband doesn't know. So it's yep. about the woman. What day of the week is it, Tom? What day do you want it to be? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, a working, a work day, right? So if we wait until maybe the husband who may or may, you know, if he's still working. He's 65. Oh, all right, fair enough. I mean, they look like they're retired, so I don't think there will be a time where they're separated unless we separate them. Well, he looks like he's retired. We haven't seen her. And that's not adding up. We were supposed to come in here and vet her, but, and if something, and if something was off about her, we weren't supposed to let the husband know. How? Let's say, for argument's sake, she was actually a monster. How in the world were we going to convince, you know, not let him know? Well, no, she just disappears one day. Kidnap her, get rid of the body. This stinks. Actually, Seamus, what, what you had been told was to make sure he doesn't get hurt. He's innocent, you were told. So these are targeted. Up is down and down is up. I don't, he might be in on it. We've got to get the wife. All right, look. I said we break in there and we tie them both up until we sure we know exactly what's going on. Hank, what do you think? Oh, this is getting increasingly risky. So we need to, I guess, manage this risk and be as calculated about it as possible. Or just be honest. You know what I think we do? What? Home invasion. I think we go busting in with masks, separate them, take them into separate rooms, blindfold them, and start talking to the wife. But that's going to make it hard because, I mean, they're going to be under duress. What they tell us, I mean, they're just going to tell us what we want to hear. Anything. Anything at all. What if we just okay. go... Just be we, can be, we can be vague with our questions. We can. If we're, if, let's say, let's say that there's, let's say there's an evil cult involved in this and they're using us as their pawns. And let's say, because we remember that somebody else kind of kidnapped them. We know that there's more than just Father Leary going. And let's say this dude who's not supposed to be hurt is part of that operation. Because we had direct directions. We had explicit directions not to hurt him. Why don't we just so kill if we're going around? If we're going around just killing people, well, she's not home. Then I mean, what if we just figure out where she works or somewhere and go meet her out in public? Sure, just her. She's sixty-five in nineteen fifty. How do we do? We know her name. Do we have her name? Yeah, yes. Jane Richmond. Jane Richmond. She's on the mailbox. Post office would know what. They know it. I mean, you ask the postmaster, hey, this lady, where can we find it? I mean, bridge club or something. Post office wouldn't know she's at the bridge club. They'd give you her address and you're right in front of it. So, Well, I just figured that, like, you know, 
people go in there. Maybe the postmaster would know everybody in town. I don't know how big this place is. I mean, Hank, if going back to your original idea, if you go, hey, you know, we had a client, a at you know, Hesed, and he was, you know, asking us to look after her or look for her, and the next thing we know, he's dead. That might do something. Hank, do an idea roll. No. Everyone else do idea rules. Yes, hard success. Nope, I'm too dumb. Uh, hard success. Okay. Oh, man. Michael and Seamus, you're starting to think whatever you guys saw, the pins caused that. Um, Michael, you mentioned the possibility of a cult, but you've got four different people from four completely different walks of life in four different states. And they all seem completely normal and innocent. This looks like some retired person. It was a, a homeless guy, a librarian, and just some dude living in his apartment. They seem more like innocent people than anything else. The target, the target was given to you by Father O'Leary. Right, but we don't know that somebody else didn't give it to him. But yes, look, if this is just an innocent person whose name has been pulled out of a hat, she won't know these other three names. And we know those other three names. True. So if there's a connection between these people, that would be important. If there's not a connection between the people we're supposed to kill, that would be important. I say we just, let's just go in there, separate them so that we can talk to the wife and not talk to the husband. Find out if she knows anything and then go back to Father O'Leary's. And I think we should take the husband. If they're completely the husband, they said, What's that? And if they're completely innocent? Who's, who's saying that? My conscious? Well, I'm just asking. <laughs> you, you just told me that they might be completely innocent and you're going to go in and assault them. And, no, uh, no, no. I'm going to go in and interrogate them. And yeah, I am. Uh, I mean, we're not, I, I, I don't know if I'm even Catholic anymore, but that's just not the right thing to do. Okay, Michael. What's your can, can what's you, your, what's your, your plan? Name is. Uh, what's your What's your plan? Just gonna go and tell them, tell them what happened. Not not the murder part. Maybe we should just be honest. Say, listen, like uh, something's happened to us. We've been. Uh, I, I don't know how much to tell them. Obviously, not, hey, we killed these guys, you know, but. Uh, we just remember two, three names, and she's one of them, the closest one. I don't know. All right. I, I would like sure. y'all to do spot hidden. Yeah, I got At it. that time, 006. Nice. Uh, uh, normal success. Okay. Uh, Hank, did you beat his 006 at all? Uh, yeah, I actually rolled a five. Ooh, a five. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll see both, both Hank and Denny. 
as you guys, you guys have been sitting in your car out front for quite a while. Um, both of you notice the curtains on the front of the house um, open a bit, and uh, you think you see the man and a woman looking out at you, like probably saying, why is that car still there? I elbow Hank. Looks like we're spotted. Yeah. Listen, let's just go up and just explain that we've been we've been the victim of uh, a crime. Uh, we don't remember much. Uh, we were we were taken. Don't tell me. Tell her. Let's just go do it. Yeah. All, All right. four of us, or just me and someone else. They've already seen me, so it doesn't matter. Let's just go up. Honesty is the best policy. Okay. All right. I'm going to open the door. Who has the lowest luck? I'm going to stay here. Look, you three are going to go in. I'm going to stay here in the car with the gun. And if something goes wrong, like if all of a sudden black cars start showing up and people start jumping out of them, I'm going to cover your asses. All right. Same as that night. Same as that night. Hank, do a luck roll then. No. All right. So Hank and Denny and Seamus, uh, you get out of the car. I'll wave at them if I see the windows open. You, um, the, the, uh, the scene is this. Four men dressed in black get out of a black car. Three. One of them, well, three of them. And one of them is the salesman. And they start moving up to the house, uh, at which point both both people in the windows disappear. Um, uh, you go up to the door, uh, and what are you going to do, knock? Uh, knock, but step a bit to the side. Okay. You knock, and uh, the man's voice from inside the house says, go away, we've called the police. I'm like, sir? I'm sorry I wasn't honest before. As you can tell, I'm definitely not a vacuum salesman. I've got a gun. Go away. Sir, please. We need help. Would you just please. hear about- The police are on their way. Okay, good. Do you know a Edward Hesset? Or a Jordan Dominer? Or uh, Franco Vetta. Franco. Yeah. There, there's no response. Mm. Shit. We mean. Well, should we just go back and beat the shit out of O'Leary? I, I think before the cops get here, let's uh, let's make ourselves scarce. All right. I don't know that we there's anything else we can do here. All right. Thanks for your time, sir and ma'am. And then walk, leave. My, Michael, you suddenly see them come walking rather <laughs> briskly back to it's the like, car. Yeah, I get in and I turn the car over. and, yeah. and So going. how'd that work? Cops Look, are coming. Okay, then we have seconds to snatch that woman. Are we going to do it? Uh, I, I, I don't think there's a there there here. 
let's just go back to let's go back to the one we know we'll have information O'Leary, and go from there your last plan was bad maybe this one will be better there you go all right so you hop in the car what was that i really think we should snatch this one and take them back and take and between here and o'leary try to talk some reason you know reason into her well cops are coming If you think so, Seamus, then let's do it. I don't know. It's just why her? You know what I mean? And I'm trying to say- There's one way to to find out. We could ask her. Okay, I get out of the car. I have my rifle. I run to the front door and I kick it as hard as I can. Shit. And I follow follow behind uh, Kenny or Michael or whatever his name is. We have Max. Uh, Michael, do a strength roll. Oh, man. I rolled a 100. Okay. It is a, it is a well-built 1950s <laughs> uh, solid oak door that you, uh, that you kick very hard. Um, Not hard enough. All right. Get out of the way. Yeah, damn it. All right, Hank. All right. I got it hard. Okay. Um. Oh, duck out afterwards. Like, ducking cover afterwards, buddy. I would like Hank to do a dodge roll. Oh, Lord. I was about to get capped. 35. Ooh, I'm going to spend five points of luck to make that a regular. Okay. Spend five points. Oh, how much would you have to spend to make it hard? Um, actually, how much would you have to spend to make it an extreme? <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on. All right, so you're going down, buddy. Five. Um, to make an extreme, I would need to get a. What's my dodge? So an extreme, I would have to get. So, I had 40. I could spend 29 points. Okay. You spend the 29 points, then you won't get hit by the shotgun blast that blows a hole in the door as it's opening. Um, But it... Scares the shit out of you, so you could do a sanity roll. Uh, is there anyone who is behind Hank as he kicked open the door? I did kind of make them move off to the side. Right. And, and we did warn him to duck and cover so we wouldn't be standing behind him. Okay. So it, it makes you all jump. You can all do sanity rolls when uh, that happens. After uh, that, what, I'm running in and punching anything I see. What you all see... Right. What you see, Hank, as you open the door is you see that same old man uh, standing there with the shotgun, uh, uh, and he's fired. How much for a fail? The sand. For a fail of sand? Um, do a 1d4. All right. We're not the good boys anymore. 
I'm taking um, the man down. So, Denny, you're running in? Yeah. All right. Do a um, do a brawl roll. All right. I got 12 over 75, so um, extreme. Okay. He is um, – your impression of him is that he's shaking – like he's absolutely out of his mind, terrified. I'm I'm not aiming um, to kill. I'm aiming to disable as possible. Right. Uh, he looks like he barely knows how to fire a gun. You know, he's doing this. Yeah. Um, you dive for him and you knock him down. Uh, and, you know, you're on top of him on right. the ground. Um, Michael and Seamus, what are you guys doing? I'm in the house. I'm looking for the woman. Okay, you come into the house. Um, it's um, except for the big gigantic hole that's been blasted in the front door. It's a well, what you'd expect from a nineteen fifties old people's house. Um, <laughs> uh, you hear uh, immediately when the when the gun blast goes off, you hear somebody, a woman, scream upstairs. Up I go. All right, and Seamus, I, I will follow with him. All right. So you guys run up the stairs. Uh, and as you're running up the stairs, you do hear a door slam and the sound of what sounds like furniture being pushed. Um, and the distant sound of sirens. All right, come on, together. We're going to shove this door and see if we can get in. We got about a second. Yeah. So, yeah, I will put all my strength into the door to try to push it open. Okay. Roll the strength roll. Both of us or just Seamus? Can well, you a, might work on it together. Die? Yeah, give him a bonus. So I'll roll three, right? Okay. You, you, roll, you roll, yeah. You roll the tens dice twice. I mean the ten uh, dice, the the double double dice. Okay, the double. Certain. There we go. Uh, that is a twenty nine. Okay. So that's a hard success. Um, you these doors aren't built quite as well. Uh, you you bang on it with your shoulder and it snaps the thing. She's pushed maybe a dresser up against it, so it it opens up a little bit. She screams, um, and. Uh, you push the dresser over as the door opens up. She's on the other side of the bed in the bedroom. She's cowering in the corner and she's just screaming as loud as she can. She's a little old lady, probably in her late sixties. I say, I say, we were told to come kill you and we don't want to. Why would somebody want to kill you? Oh, you're going to kill me. She's, she's absolutely terrified. All right. If she's little, I'm picking her up and we're going. All right. Um, she's she's gonna kick and scream. Uh, don't don't rape me! Oh God! <laughs> Damn it, Kenny! We talked about this first. The cats and now this. Okay, you've you've grabbed a hold of her. She is absolutely terrified. You can you can feel that she's shaking. Um, and you carry her down the stairs. She sees her husband and she's screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we get take her to the car. 
And I'm okay. like, I am so sorry, sir. And and I guess I also don't have a vacuum for you. And I try to knock him. <laughs> I mean, I'm over him. Gonna, oh, you're just like try to knock uh, him out. Knock him out. Like I mean, I'm over him already. So like, just uh, okay. whack on that. That that works in in movies. Uh, go okay. ahead and do a brawl roll. Ooh, do I get advantage because I'm like literally over him? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. I mean, you're gonna yeah. Yeah, I mean. The first roll is a 26, and the second one is a 86, so 26. Okay. Uh, um, under 75, so do definitely. A, do, a, do a damage roll by, okay. uh, with, uh, which is your unarmed. Unarmed, unarmed yeah. Uh, so D3. 1D3 plus your damage. Plus bonus. damage, yeah. Um, that's a 2, and D4 is a... Three, so two and three, okay. so five. So you don't really knock him out, but you hurt him. So he's like dazed. Uh, yeah, he's he's crying on the floor as you get up off of him. All right, you all run to the car. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Hank, let's go. You all right there, buddy? That was close. Damn it. Uh, and I'd like drag Hank along if he needs uh needs hand. You're gonna bundle her into the back seat. Correct. Swaddle her in the back seat. The throttle her into the backseat. Okay. Swaddle. Yeah. Just like wrap her up. So oh, you're gonna like swaddle. Okay. Swaddle. I, no, <laughs> not like throttle. Swaddle. No. <laughs> Get in, little lady. <laughs> All right. Um worse. You get her in the back sheet. She's she's crying. She's hysterical. Um, she's not screaming anymore because she's afraid if she screams, you're gonna kill her. Um and you you pull out, you drive away. Um you you do catch a glimpse of the cops going up the hill. Um, you don't pass them, but you they're on the other block going up. You know, you see them. Uh, so you pass, so you have her in the car. And she's she's cowering, she's crying, and she's covering her face. I ask her who uh what are the names of those people? Elias, somebody? Uh, so Franco Hessman or uh, Hesset. Well, don't tell me you're asking her. Ask her. Yeah, the names are Hesset, Dominer, Franco. Do you know the? Do you know who Hesset is? Do you know who Dominer is? Do you know who Franco is? I, I don't know anything. I don't know anybody like that. Who are you people? Why are you doing this to me? We were told to come kill you, but we don't want to. We want to find out why somebody would want to kill you. You've, 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 you've killed my husband. Why? Why would you? you, you Your husband's not maniacs. dead. Your husband's not dead. Why would somebody want you dead, lady? Why would anybody want me dead? That's what we want to know. I don't. Why would anybody want you dead? Why do you? Why have you done this to me? Why have you captured me? I mean, I, I've never done anything. Because you didn't open the door. I don't want your fucking bag. You're your fucking vacuum cleaner. <laughs> your your salesman tactics are way out of line. <laughs> uh, Matt, do, do you actually already have a vacuum cleaner? The Jobson says yes, but you know. Does that really, really matter right now? <laughs> All right, ma'am. We again to reiterate. We were sent to your house by a man who has swindled us and kept us hostage to kill you. We want to know why we were doing this and why this man targeted you specifically 
and the others that he made us target. You don't know, none of these names are familiar to you? Not at all. I'm not, I'm not going to keep doing that to my voice. Right. Yeah. Did, did, do you have any enemies, anyone who might do you harm? I mean, except us, apparently. Can you think <laughs> of anything, man? If, 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 if you were going to... If we were going to kill you, you'd be dead already, man. If you were going to kill me and decided not to, why didn't you go to the police? Because we don't know what's happening, man. Why you're, would you're... you assault me? Why would you break into my house and... And assault my husband and bash his head on the floor and, because and tear afraid. me out of your house, out of my house. Because well, we're afraid. Here has incriminated us in other things. Well, then why. turn yourselves in. We want to know why first. I don't know why. I don't know what you're talking about. You're insane. Do you have we're any right. you don't know You don't know these three people's names. I've never heard them in my life. What does your husband do for a living? Or what did he used to do for a living? Um... Uh, he was, I don't know, ask me questions I haven't made up. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> he was, uh, he was, uh, uh, I don't know. Doctor? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Tom, you need to work on your, your improv skills. <laughs> yes, and? He was a hat manufacturer. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter. He's something. Okay. Right, right. And do you guys have any enemies? Anyone that might do you harm? You keep saying that. No, who would who would be my enemy? That's what we're trying to find out. Well, I'm not going to answer your question because I don't know the answer. All right, making this Let's all get up. Rid of her. Roll her Let's out the car. Yeah, like stop the car first, ma'am. We're going to teach you something. It's called tuck and roll. Avishima's. <laughs> Hank, up? Hank's just stopped the car. Here right, we so haven't driven really far enough. Sorry hey, about that, man. Nowhere. Um, I guess the only option is go back to O'Leary. Good luck gets, with your vacuum cleaner. She gets out of the car. That was so bad. She that was uh, bad. That sucked. What? Do um, who's got the lowest luck? <laughs> Hank. 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 Do a, a luck roll. Hell no. <laughs> Jesus. We didn't oh, back three. into her, did we? All right. She gets out. You you get her out of the car, and she she she's running away from the car. Um, looks like she's running maybe towards some other person's house, uh, where she'll probably, you know, they'll probably help her call the police or whatever. All right. So you drive away. Um, are oh, you going back to the monastery? Mm-hmm. Probably at uh, uh, a breakneck speed to get back there. Do we need to get gas again, or you probably do? These are gas guzzling okay. cars. Yeah, I mean, we we did ask to get like a bit of extra gas at the beginning. Is that enough, or you think we need to? Yeah, maybe. Okay, five gallons or probably twenty gallon tanks, mm. and oh, yeah. uh, but they probably uh, they probably burn it pretty well. Those those big cars do. Mm. Um, at the same time, it probably costs you thirty cents a gallon. Okay. So, <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have much money, so right. Good taste. All right. So it's probably about seven o'clock. It's it's October, so the sun is just gone below the horizon. So every the sky is quite red blood red as you 
pull back up to the monastery, you can still see that the uh, there are kerosene lamps uh, glowing inside the uh, the main room. Um, park the car, and what do you guys do? Get the weapons and sneak up to uh, Father O'Leary's room outside to see if we can see if he's in this room or not. Or at least I do that. Remember, he doesn't know that we're, you know. We well, he, he won't see us wearing our pins. Or he'll see us not wearing them, rather. Well, it's cold out. We have coats on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are you going to do? Are you, if, if Denny goes over there, he's not in his room. Okay. You can see there's no there's no light in there, so he's not in there. Do we only is have this a car here? Or is this just the one car and we were in it? It's the one car that we were in. There's only one car. We can't be far. Correct. Everything oh. would indicate that he is here. Like you said, Hank, <clears throat> so far he doesn't know that uh, we're, we're, we're no longer his good boys. So we just tell him we finished the job. Talk to and him. get close up. enough. I'm up. All right. So who's going in first? I'll go in first this time. Okay. I'll be uh, behind him. I'll go right after you. Denny, you... Uh, father, father. You open up the door. Um, uh, father O'Leary was in the common area. Um, he had just finished, it looks like, uh, making something to eat for dinner and uh he he looks up from the table and you know he takes the napkin and he says oh my goodness boys you're back so early is everything okay how did it go yes father a quick job and I, i'm you know i walk closer to him um you know ca casual relax you didn't even wait for evening uh, what was it like tell me father we did you know we we um did exactly as you said. We went, made sure that Jane Richmond was the thing, the you know, the thing you said she was. But but we were good, Father. We 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 made sure um the the, the husband um was uh, was uh, you know unaware and unharmed. And as I keep saying that, I'm you know walking closer and closer to him. Well, it's um, a good yeah. thing that uh, yes, Father, that he wasn't harmed. Um, did did you ever uh, and you know find out more about why we needed to hunt for her? I know the church doesn't tell you much, but... No, they don't tell me anything. Um, father, Who exactly uh, tells your father? And then yeah, I shoot him. Out of Wait, and then you shoot him? I shoot him. Okay. I shoot him like in the spine, lower spine, close range with a thirty caliber rifle. All right. So, I mean, you, there's, there's no... You can walk no, right up no to him if you want to. Yeah. Shoot him in the knee. Mm, he's dying, but this he already said good. it. Yeah. Um go ahead, Michael. I mean, you can't miss, so uh, do the damage. And I step back just a little. Four points. Four points with a rifle. <laughs> yes. That was a shitty roll. Yeah. Right. No, I want to. I want to drop him, but I don't want to kill him. But I don't want to waste a whole lot of time here either. It's midnight. Um. All right. Well, we'll say that with four points of damage. You uh, you blow a hole through his shoulder. Uh, he falls back. His 
feet kick the table, the uh, whatever he was eating goes everywhere, and uh, he yells. I maintain that same voice. Uh, Father, so like we were saying, um, did you ever find out more about why we're going after this uh, this lady? What? What's going on? Why? Why have you shot me? I put my machete at his neck and I say, talk, old man. The jig is up. Does he have a pen? Um, not that you've ever seen. Uh, search his body while the machete is next to his neck. Um, no pen. He no has man. he has perhaps a pack of cigarettes, some Does chewing gum. Cross. Um, yeah, he's wearing a cross. Kind of All a right. big cross. Who are pull it off? Who are you? Who are we? Why are we here? Spill it. I don't know what you're talking about, boys. Uh, you know who you are. You've, you know what we're here for? Look, no pin. We remember everything. What's going on? When you say that, his eyebrows go up and he's like, oh, boys, what did you do? What did you do? Oh, God, what have you done? Have none of you got your pins? Nope. Oh, Jesus Christ. Good God Almighty. Start talking. Why have you shot me? Who are you? What have you made us do? Oh, Killing hobos, old ladies, librarians. Oh, my God. We're in trouble now, boys. We're in big trouble. I never thought it would end like this. The other ones are in trouble. Talk. Don't you see, boys? We're all doomed now. You are if you don't uh, start talking. I'm, I'm bleeding, boys. Get me. Help me up off this. Enough riddles. Help me up start off this floor. Talking. Help me up, boys. Help me into a chair. Talk, old man. I don't believe it, boys. What you've done, you don't. Don't have any idea, no concept oh whatsoever. God, I cycle another round into the rifle. Old man, we were abducted. You have got two seconds to start talking, or that's it, and I'm just gonna shoot you and get on bus and disappear. Oh boys. Is anybody gonna do anything about his bleeding? No. Okay. Well, I want to. I mean, we then do want answers. Con- then I will do a uh, yeah, con roll to see if I pass out. I mean, um, we do want answers. If he passes out, we get nothing. Fine, I'll patch him up. Right. I'm going to look around. You know, make sure there's nothing weird happening. I don't have enough luck to make this right. All right. <laughs> No, you do for first April. No, I did that, but I failed. But oh. I don't All right. Yeah, you don't. You, you, it's literally ripped open. You can see the blood vessels and the sh- and the muscles and everything is bleeding all over. Um, yeah, not much time left for you. It's not not much time left for all of us. You were supposed to. You were supposed to do it before t- tonight. It was. Yeah. What was critical? Why? Listen, boys, 
is a whole nother world, one that you've never even seen or understood. And there's a very powerful man behind it all. He'll be sending his assassins for all of us. Listen, there's another world, something you've never even imagined. It's, it's attached to this world by, by threads. But some people can cross over when you dream. When you dream, you go to other places sometimes. Sometimes you get glimpses of it, but it's real, boys. It's real. And in that other place, there's, there's all sorts of things like mountains and valleys and rivers and castles and <clears throat> grand kingdoms. There's a... The grandest of them all is a place called Celepheus. And there is a man who rules over it who's a king. He's a very good man, but he has people around him. I also can travel there, but I'm a slave. And the man who's the most evil there is the archbishop. He's kind of like a Rishlu. He's... Uh, conniving and trying to get in power inside the, the kingdom of dreams. He's forced me and you to kill off his rivals in the dreamlands so that he can make a move. You were supposed to kill off Jane Richmond. And we have. That's her name in the real world. He goes to this dream. Well, place. if you killed her, then we could have all left oh, so, this so place. She might be a nobody in this world, but in the dream world, she might be important. Same with the other ones. She is. So important. in this world, it doesn't so matter that they're a librarian or an accountant, because in the dream world, they could have an entirely different role. We That's right. Are you really crap? a priest? Old man, you this really bullshit? No, I'm not a priest. How or are you guys you know, Catholic orphan, orphans? So you kidnapped us and made us do your killing. No. The archbishop captured you. The archbishop is here tonight? No. He's going if if you have succeeded then he'll drop this all together, but if if We didn't uh, kill the old lady. We didn't kill the old lady. We're not going to kill anybody anymore, except you. I'm going to kill you. Well, boys, then the Archbishop will know tonight. He knows who you are. He knows about your lives. And he'll destroy you. He'll destroy your minds for failing him. He'll kill you all. Is there any way to stop that from happening? He's already destroyed Boys, our lives. I'm, I'm, I'm fading fast. You say you didn't kill her? No. Well, then she may be your only hope. How do we find her in the dreams? He uh, passes out. 
blood, the blood, the blood is spreading everywhere. All right, guys. If I still know or remember it, I give him last rites. You're not even Catholic, you know. Yeah, sure but I still you, vaguely you, remember. You, you now sort of think that every time you were giving somebody last like, rites, blah, 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 you, yeah, you were making up words. And it wasn't even Latin. Uh, I, I try anyways. Save us, Jane Richmond. You are only hope. What do you think of the chances of that? <laughs> do you guys believe anything that... Do you guys believe any of this? I don't know anymore. You might be right. You might be wrong. Well, I guess we'll know when people start showing up here to kill us. I'm done. done with all this. you guys want to do so we well, searched go ahead Kenny. in in real life here it's getting pretty late for me yeah i say so, let the assassins almost, come yeah and see what happens i think that kenny would try to get in the car and escape i don't think he'd go back to the woman i think he would just run uh, he might go try to find his wife, but it sounds like he's pretty screwed. Well, if what O'Leary was saying is true, then it sounds like this, this, uh, archbishop isn't going to go after us in the waking world. He's going to go after us when we go to sleep. Wait, 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 wait. Some something something comes up. Remember how we weren't supposed to hurt the husband? That could have been just him not wanting any more collateral damage. Could be, or maybe Kenny was right all along. <laughs> Which would be hilarious. Right about what? Again, um, does the husband even know he's Nah, that that would be too much of a coincidence that he's actually the cardinal, wouldn't it? But if we're killing these people because they're somebodies in the dreamlands, and this archbishop has to have an analog in the real world, right? And we and we were told explicitly not to hurt just one man. We don't know that's true. That we remember, but that he has to have an analog in this world. Do we know that? I'm just guessing. But if all these people are people in our world, but somebody else in the dream world, then I'm just putting two and two together and thinking that maybe there's a one for one ratio of people. Maybe. We'll know who. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever be able to find that out. So only one we, we, is either we let these assassins come, hope we can take them down and keep running. Or we go and find the angry old woman who doesn't even remember who she is in the dream world, apparently. And Father O'Leary passes away at this point. So it sounds like, God, it sounds like, oh, but that place would be crawling with cops. Yes, it will. It sounds like the only way that we're going to make it through this is if we take her out. Take her uh, out. No. 
taking her out is what the archbishop wanted us to do in the first place. You're saying to follow through with the plan so that we can continue to be the stooges for this archbishop? Yeah. Well, Larry said that if we took care of her, then this archbishop wouldn't come after us. He's the archbishop's uh, slave, like he says. And, and if we do it, we'll become his slaves forever. Better to spite him and die standing than so, live on our knees. Come to a consensus of how you want to proceed, and we'll wrap it up in the epilogue-ish. Here's my thinking. Killing monsters is one thing. We were duped into that, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we thought we were killing monsters. Now we're going to have to go kill a woman to further the evil machinations of some dude, even if we believe this stuff. And that's very different. So I don't think Kenny would do that. Um, I really think Kenny would just try to run. Kenny's going to run. Yeah. It's kind of where Hank's at, too. Just disappear back to his home. Okay. Uh, Denny and Seamus. Denny knows he doesn't have a home anymore. He's going to go... Um, stay awake as long as he can and find the old woman. Hey, Seamus? Seamus doesn't even know what to believe anymore. Um, but he knows he doesn't want to be a part of this, so he would probably try to disappear. Okay. So we'll say that you guys get in the car together. You get down to civilization at some point. Um Maybe you find some money in the monastery and you buy bus tickets or train tickets to take you back to your places, except for Denny. Rather than play out a whole nother scenario of you trying to get close to her, I don't think that you would be able to. Mm. Um, But nothing seems to ever happen to any of you. Ooh. Or we're dead in the dream world, we just don't know. Mm. So you you survive. Just say it that way. Always a little bit afraid of something that happened, trying to put back your lives, um, which have been shattered, of course, by your disappearance. Um, but when you come back, maybe there's, you know, a soap opera like uh reunion as your wife suddenly finds out you didn't disappear and die three years ago and <laughs> The police have been looking for you because you were missing, not because you did anything. And nobody ever traces the uh, the murders back to you. And that will be the end of the game of your story. So what was really happening? Well, you got a bit of it at the end. The archbishop was uh, an evil character in the dreamlands. And he had come up with machinations to rid the, the court, the kingly court, of some of the most principal people. Um, Edward Hesset was the viceroy to the king. Uh, he was killed. Uh, Jordan Domner was the Lord High Chamberlain to the king. He was killed. Uh, Jane was the chief of the king's guard. Mm-hmm. She was the chief of the king's guard. Now, what I think, and and, and Cleveland Franco was, um, he was a courtier in the in the the king, who was quite against 
in opposition to the archbishop. Um, she was the chief of the king's guard. Everything that happened, uh, she did not know who people were in the real world. She knew who they were in the dreamlands. She knew that she was a dreamer, quite a vivid dreamer. Her husband didn't know that she was a vivid dreamer. When she was in the car, just before you pushed her out, um, I had Hank do a luck roll and he failed. Um, what you would have seen uh, as you were getting ready to drive away was she would have started to run towards that house and then stopped in her tracks and then looked back at the car as you were pulling away. She started to think, um, the, uh, the Lord High Chamberlain has not been there for a while. And you know, could they be talking about the dreamlands? Um, she would have suddenly turned to you and understood. Maybe she did understand. And so when she went to sleep that night, she accused the archbishop of murdering. And the archbishop was taken care of by King Coranes. All right. That's the way your story ends. Um, the other times it played, you guys really complicated things in this. Um, I was afraid with Denny figuring out the, the pins, or at least fiddling with the pins, that it was going first to five minutes. start in the first five minutes. Um, ideally, as soon as you figured out the pins had been deceiving you, every other group that played it went storming back to Father O'Leary and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and in the process of beating the shit out of him and him realizing, he tells them the entire thing, including the name of uh, the archbishop in the real world, uh, who he knows. Um, he's kind of He's kind of innocent and not innocent. He's a slave. There's things that the archbishop could do to him uh, in the dreamlands that would make him scream in an insane asylum for the rest of us. So he, he was couldn't get out of being coerced into it. He actually would kill himself uh, that evening rather than let let him fall asleep. Um, but he would have told you that, and then ideally you would have gone to Jane Richmond after that. And if you'd have just gone up and knocked on her door her husband would answer, um, and you asked for her, if she came down, if you just said um, dreamland stuff, um, she would have said, oh, just just hold on a minute. And she would have gotten her husband to leave. And she would have been like, what are you talking about? How do you know this? You could have warned her, and she would have been, she's the captain of the guard. She would have... <laughs> got him for his machinations anyways that it was very interesting the way you guys the direction you guys went in. you can watch the previous versions of it they're all very entertaining but most uh most of the other versions also survive and then just like different ways of surviving or that they like die die i can't remember if the first one they died i can't remember anymore but yeah for the most part you survive 
Um, the very first version was the one that Sean ran, and his version of the whole thing is a little different. Mm. There's stuff that's in there that I cut out because I didn't think it was um, – it took too long, you know, to play. The other ones, everybody else played this in about two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, you guys <laughs> chatted a lot. Anyway, let me go ahead and finish. Oh. <clears throat> um, our players included Dandapolis, uh, Matt Ryan, Joseph Clay, and Billy Chung with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the fine arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We currently produce up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Uh, if you'd like to help support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our, our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.